you know, I'm starting that. to realize that that music doesn't come through on the other end when you when you hear it. Oh, really? Yeah, we gotta either put it closer or, or have it like thrown in. I don't know. Let's go. Just a lot of let's go dance some '80s music and just. And we're back. Express ourselves. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> I'm just kidding, dog. Welcome to this, that, and the other. Your daily dose of this, that, and the other. Right, directly. <laughs> hey, happy to be here. My name's Brian. Oh, he's on his game today, bro. I got what it. up? Hey. Is <laughs> Sammy our like sound effects guy? Eye to eye at this fucking table. His game stepped up. <laughs> I don't know what. I don't know what's up. My name's Brian. As always, that's uh, Sam. What up, Feeling what up? better. Hello, hello. Yeah, Sounding I'm better. A lot better. I was really sick last time. Um, everybody, uh, obviously, thank you for listening to us. If this is how you found us, either through the Explore, the iTunes, or the Spotify, or however you did it, um, welcome. This is episode what? Yeah, because we're now on Spotify. Yeah, we're on this bitch now. Like, we're waiting yeah. for iTunes to come back to us hey. about it. Um, but thank you guys for finding us. Uh, this is a show about everything and anything in between. We like to bring people on that we know. Uh, we like to talk about ourselves. Uh, we're pretty much just a. Uh, oh, <laughs> we're we're pretty much just a uh, just a uh, the way my description. Oh, okay. So real quick, <clears throat> we have a, a special guest with us today, um, three-time Academy Award winner ah, Al- Alfonso Caron, Caron, <laughs> the guy who just did I'm, Rome. I'm, yeah, I'm halfway. That's halfway accurate. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, today we have a wonderful guest. Uh, he's an amazing writer. Um, we've worked on him with a couple of projects uh, beforehand: The Shore, uh, The Room, The Happening. That was just a porno that he did. Yeah. Um, but he's a writer. He's an actor. He's a bit of a comedian, um, and he's one of our first friends, our dearest friends that we met when we came out here. Um, Alfonso. Hey. Hey. Oh, hey. Happy to be here. Welcome. Hey. Welcome. Hey. How you doing? Yeah. Sammy, Brian, happy to be here, guys. Yeah! <laughs> Woo! It's excessive. Better. So, uh, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. What's oh, up, great. boy? Hey, What's up, dog? What's up? I haven't seen you in Let's so long. Your face, very long time. Very long For everybody time. who's listening to us and isn't watching us on YouTube, which you should be because you're an idiot, we got sick shit going on on here. Yeah. This yeah. guy has a real... You look like, uh, like Che the- Guevara. Or no, not Che. You look like early Fidel. No, Like when mm. Fidel first had that white cow. That was his magical cow. You know why you should get into acting? Because you'd play that part of any part. You'd be like the Arabian dude. You'd yeah. you like that. I get that all the time. I like that because the mustache curls up so yep. you can actually put a fucking... Yeah, you could be Italian. You could be... Uh, yeah. A little a southern Italian. Could be Cuban. Could be, uh, I love being confused for anything but Mexican. <laughs> you, which is, I mean, I'm proud to be Mexican. Do you, do you, but okay, so so I mean, do you identify as anything else? Just Mexican? Are you a man, a woman? What do you identify? As? I That's identify as um, no. I uh, well, I was born here in America, but my family's from Mexico, so I identify right. both as Mexican and American. Mexican, yeah, Mexican American. But in LA, as I'm sure you know, there's like hundreds upon hundreds of thousands of Mexicans, so. I like being confused when I think some they think I'm something else. Right. I love it. I love being confused for anything else. Just doing a quick uh, quick, quick sound check. Quick checkeroo. Quick checkeroonie. Well, that's awesome, my guy. We're gonna get into it. You know, uh, I'm sure you're familiar with the format. Yes, sir. Of, of our show. First, we do you know a lot of chicken. <laughs> yes, <dance>. sir. <laughs> you got tons of fans, bro. <laughs> it's like the first time that we did it with Keith, and Keith was really like, "Oh uh, yeah, um, yeah, absolutely," uh, because uh, yeah. So it takes usually like the first 10, 15 minutes for the guests to get a little warmed up. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh, so you'll get there. You'll get there. We'll get there. We'll go it off. We'll go it off. Um, so uh, <clears throat> right off the bat, I want to start off. How was your week, man? How was the past, like he said, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine months, dog? Dude, no, you've seen him more than I've seen him. 
we saw each other. Uh, you actually seen my apartment in Los Feliz, which is where I moved. Yes. After we were all living together in that yeah. house back yeah. in, yeah, so in mid Yeah, let's get some context. Yeah, let's get some context. Going. Yeah, so it, when, we, when me and Brian moved to California, we happened to move into... Uh, this building where you were next door yes. with uh, Koreatown, yeah, uh, K-Town. K-Town. K-Town area, right off the ten, and uh, it was a good time, man. I remember seeing you first because you went to your car, yeah. you were coming back or something. I knew that someone had moved in next door, and um, and it turned out to be you and Brian. I was yeah. living there with Chris and and Andrew Pena, uh, so. It was three guys there, and then two guys right next door. Yeah, and I feel like we immediately bonded over yeah, the fact we that we were all into the same shit. Exactly, like, uh, art, fucking film, and all that writing, producing. Like, yeah. We just wanted to get shit done, and so yeah. we just kind of bonded over that. Yeah, and no, we were so just instantly really cool. hitting it off with you guys. And then you got that beard going, and then and then, <laughs> and then the Fire Nation. Attack. Yeah, because before what was it? It was just a goatee, huh? Like a it was tight just a goatee. mustache. It was yeah, it was just like a mustache. Like, I just keep it light, whatever. Mustache, you know what I mean? But then we started doing stuff. Mm-hmm. We started hanging out. We started filming things. Started writing stuff together, which was I love fucking because I had that instant coffee bullshit, and then you'd open the door, I'd be like, "Dude, can I get some of that French press?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then you guys had the balcony. Someone was like, "Can I go smoke a cigarette on your balcony?" Yeah. <laughs> You but, never said no to coffee. You could uh, have had a cup of coffee in your hand. You're like, you know, yeah. You just like toss <laughs> yeah. that shit out. <laughs> no, like, for reals, man. Because after a while, man, that Keurig shit was just, ugh. Yeah. And you had that vanilla Don Juan. It was the Don Francisco Don vanilla Francisco, nut. Yeah. 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 That Don Francisco's good. nut is just. Top notch. Top Dude, notch. Comes in vanilla. That man's cafe, vanilla cafe nut. De Luce. But that was an interesting time for me because like just moving to a new place and then just getting into film right away and all this stuff was happening. It was all new. It was a good time. Mm-hmm. And you were mostly at that time and you were writing scripts and stuff too, but you write more like, like. I like it. I like what you write. It's like a little more feely stuff. I'm more definitely more feely. Yeah. I'm definitely more for the romantics, more for the dramatics. I uh, <laughs> I definitely have more. Uh, <laughs> Which was cool when we yeah. were writing because. Hey, when Love Actually gets a reboot, guess who they're going to go. Hey, <laughs> true. When they order that six uh, treat, that episode treatment for Netflix. Of yeah, Love exactly. Yeah, The correct. Spanish version of Love Actually. Yeah. Amor. Amor. Fucked up Spanglish. <laughs> um, but no, it was it. It complimented. I liked because I didn't have that. I I, mm-hmm. I I have a hard time to pull that feeling stuff out. So when we were writing, you'd be like, "Well, I mean," and you'd throw that feeling in, and I'd be like, "No, man, it's got to be." We got, and then you're like, "No, it's not." It was really good. And then you'd be like, "Yeah, let's also pull it back." Yeah, you know what I mean? Like it was a good blend. It was yeah. a good balance. Yeah, good times. Sure. Great it's good time. stuff. And, and then we time. moved. We all kind of separated. And uh, but a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff happened before you moved. It was like a, it was so much fun. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Yeah, so yeah. Much fun. But how's it been since 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 last the move? Time we've seen you. <laughs> how's your weekly update or your monthly update? Um, it's good. I mean. A it's lot good. of the same old. I mean, I'm working where I'm working out in the West Side. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so that's going really well. But uh, as far as creative stuff goes, like I'm still writing. Uh, I've gotten a lot into film photography, which kind of started I up when it. I was still I in that. the Koreatown apartment with you guys. Plug that Instagram, too, that you got Dude, going Oh, yeah. On. We got uh, Air in Analog. That's Air as in someone who inherits something, H-E-I-R, uh, underscore in, underscore analog. So Air, hair. underscore analog. Air hey, hey, analog. Hey, oh, nice. And I've seen the pictures on there myself, man. This, this, if I weren't a struggling, starving actor, I'd buy prints and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I actually, yeah, I, uh, I'm working closely with this because fr- I started framing some of my p- uh, prints. Yeah. And so this uh, this store, which is also in Koreatown, that frames pictures, he's like, you know what? We're exhibiting uh, kind of like local artists in the area. He's like, mm-hmm. I'd love to start exhibiting your 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 work. There you go. So coming soon, a little corner little Korea store near you. 
Fuck some yeah, photographs we'll like see. a little bodega it's gonna be like a little bodega yeah, yeah, it's gonna be like bro. a little showcase yeah and have a little crayon writing of 50 yeah. bucks and i'm just gonna like uh put a paint on my hand i'm just gonna oh <laughs> <laughs> i meant for the price tag oh for, for the price tag, tag. Like, yeah the price yeah, tag yeah. would be like 50 dollars yeah like, exactly. name it something really he's like 50 minutes like, yeah. well i don't know what, what are they gonna what are you i mean whatever that's money's money we'll you see. know i mean who, who cares even if it was for a dollar you'd at least have your shit up there it's really more about showcasing my work yeah yeah that's the way that's the way i'm looking it, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, anyway. Well, that's dope, man. But uh, what? What? Uh, how's the? How's the? How's the old lady? How's the place? The old lady. She's doing good. We're doing. A, we're doing very, very. Matt, good. shout out still, old lady. Yeah. Old lady. To all the old ladies. To all the old ladies. <laughs> to all the old ladies out there. <laughs> Keep your head up. <laughs> <laughs> but she's she's chilling. You guys like the new place? We love the new. place. I had the pleasure of checking it out. Yeah, you had the pleasure of checking it, it out. Smelled great. It's a really cool Paint spot. We nice. really love it. Um, it was. It was a trip just kind of moving in. It happened so fast. We furnished it so fast yeah, and kind yeah. of just like started living there. And she loves hosting and entertaining. So it's like she's always in like, oh, we're going to just uh, everyone's in a pregame at our place and we're just going to have some few drinks. And oh, that's nice. I love that. So we can yeah. kind of host people and stuff that. Stuff that's like cool. That. It's so a like, crime that we haven't done this sooner then. Yeah. You know yeah. And, uh, you guys are so close, actually. We're so close. Yeah. I've been saying it are for we? a minute. Yeah, we are. We're very yeah, we're you guys are very close. close. I'd be, be telling you just that. Just past uh, Universal Studios and you're pretty much there. Yeah. Literally, literally. Mm-hmm. But I'm always working every time everyone's having fun. I'm all working on Fridays and Saturdays. That's true. I need to go visit you because I want to get tatted up. Yeah, dude. Tats. For sure. tats, on, tats, tats on, on tats on tats. Yeah, boy. But no kids, nothing wild. No kids, just a lot of practicing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought we had a for that That's, uh, That's sexual intercourse for the layman. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> happy go lucky. <laughs> uh, nice. Sick, bro. Well, I'm sure we're, we're, we're going to dig into it. You know what I mean? But, but. Just wanted to get sort of a, you know, the the top of it before okay. we dig into the fat, you know what I'm get saying? The, the beard fat, on the fat is really what throws me off. So already. this actually started because of, what's that, uh, November, the No Shave November? No Shave November. Yeah, yeah, yeah like support mm-hmm. for yeah. testicular cancer or something like that, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I just grew it out with my friend, and then and then we uh, we had a bet. We're just like, let's shake on it, and let's not shave it till the new year, right? So mm-hmm. we're just like, well, fuck it, that's just one more month. So we did that, and by that time it started really coming in. Yeah. And speaking of the old lady, she loves it. I bet. Oh, okay. So it's just like now it's gone to the point where she's like, if you shave it, I will leave you. Oh. Yo, what is it with, <laughs> with, with women and beards, B? They, it just, I don't know what it knows. is. I'm not cursed. I, I don't have a real Paula Bunyan thing going on. Well, yours like, comes in really good right here, though. Well, it does this sort of like half like wing Dude, thing. Yeah. And it's just not. It's just especially when the jowls start coming out a little yeah. bit. You know what I mean? I'm working. I'm I'm uh, auditioning for Dick Cheney at my local <laughs> theater. If you can't tell, uh, I'll put you in contact with Christian Bale. He's got. A little- <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, yeah, just but don't yeah, walk no, in front of his lights. Something about just like facial hair that I like, can't fucking grow. I, I, just, I grow this about, and then this is this is all fucking. Yeah, this comes in nice though. That's now your, it's your, your French. Your French, dude. I couldn't fucking grow hair till I, I hit thirty. Thirty plus years. <laughs> yeah, I just started getting chest hair. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, got had to pull my first nipple hair out. That yeah. was nice, you know. It's it was awkward, but you know I'm gonna get used to it. I bought yeah. a little flea comb, yeah, so that I can. Uh, not that I have fleas. It's just the right. <laughs> like, wait, that's the right density. That's the right. Fleas little, love um, nipples, man. It's oh, just, yeah, great source. You didn't crazy. know that. You didn't know that fleas love They're nipples. No <laughs> Fun fact of the day. <laughs> <laughs> but that's probably the biggest thing for me, you know, uh, appearance wise. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. I haven't shaved in a while. Should have grown your hair out to match it. Too. It's gotten. It's gone so like it's in an exploratory stage right now. It's like if my beard is a teenager and doesn't know who, Fuck, it, who it, it is and like do. doesn't what yeah, it doesn't know what to do. <laughs> Looks like Miss Havisham's front lawn, dog. It's just <laughs> all over the place, dog. But that's great, man. Uh Sam, no longer sick. Quick update. 
Uh, quick update. Uh, I am going to Vegas for my first time ever. Hey. Uh, tomorrow uh, for my a good buddy of mine's wedding. Uh, um, a good old friend, Stephen Colley. Nice. Congratulations. Nice, and, nice. Um, Your best man at your wedding. Yeah, well, yeah, if we could call my wedding a wedding. It was one of those really small ceremony like kind of things, but... My Which ex. makes it even more intense. Yeah, you're uh, you're talking asking me about my week. You were married. I used to be. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, you used to be. I used to be. Yeah. No, that's I'm the beauty I was about being. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought this. I thought we were talking present tense. No, no, no. I think it's gonna is... casually slip that in. There. Oh yeah. <laughs> so he's like, wait, oh, and, wait, and wait. we're still living together. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, oh, yeah, I got me. He was like, wait, but, uh, who did you do? To Brian. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was kidding. Duh. <laughs> uh, uh, consummated. No, so, the, yeah, I'm actually kind of, you know, I'm, I'm excited. I got... <laughs> All right, then. Wait a second, guys. Progressive. This is how we come out. Yeah. That's what we get for leaving a, bit, a living above Nietzsche. But no, no, I'm excited to go. Uh, I'm, ex- I'm excited to go because I got a new outfit, suit, and shit like that. So I'm gonna be like on oh, a fucking suit, you know, do one of those. Uh, what was it, Tom Cruise, uh, Raining Man? Thing yeah, yeah, going yeah, down yeah. Rain Man. And yeah. someone actually invited him to a wedding, which I was surprised about. I yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't have friends. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, okay. He was like, I gotta go out of town. I was like, for what? Because uh, because you just gone. Yeah, we just gone before this. Uh, he had gone like three weeks before this for tattooing. Jesus Christ, has it been? It's been a while. Has it really? Yeah, yeah, it just flies by when you're throwing <laughs> fucking podcasts up. Everything's for a fucking week. But I uh, I disrupted his trip to Arizona, and then he was like, "Yeah, I got another trip going." I was like, "Oh." Double trips. To I was Vegas. like, you must be getting work out there. He was like, no, I'm going to Vegas. Nice. And I was like, oh. And he was <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, for the first time. And I was like, oh, okay, where? Like, I thought he was just treating Jane or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And because uh, we have like a weekly office raffle. Okay. And so, you know. You know how it goes. She yeah. plays it, but I don't. <laughs> so she always wins. <laughs> I, I have not been to Vegas in like over six years because yeah. I'm the kind of guy that when I go to Vegas, I'm like, hey guys, Cirque du Soleil is like in 30 minutes. Should we grab tickets? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Blue Man Group is right after. I think we should double Dude, down. I'm the show whore. I'm, gonna, I'm the show whore. Yeah. I'm probably going to want to see one or two shows. I one, love the shows. Actually. Yeah, I'm going to have to see a show, dude. I have to do it. Uh, I don't gamble. Yeah, neither so do I. I it's and not my thing. Growing, like, I mean, I'm 32 now, but like growing up, all the guys were just like, no, we're going to go to the club, get bottle service and bitches. And I'm just no, like, I man. don't. Blue Man Group, guys. Come yeah, on. Yeah. yeah, you guys are about to spend $500 exactly. on one night and get nothing I'm about to experience At least the I'll Blue get Man to have an experience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, something I get to talk about. I've never seen Blue Man. I actually, for the first time, saw them without their makeup on. They look like three white guys. Like, <laughs> I could have told you that. They're not guys. blue. They're, they're just goofy-ass <laughs> white dudes, and they just practice with their paddles, and they're like... Well, are, I did, thought are they were the a support system of depressed men. I think they're the replacement. The original yeah. ones are dead. <laughs> yeah, they've they're been dead the for a minute, now. bro. They ground them up and made yeah. them into the tubes. Hey, bro, you guys didn't watch that X-File episode? <laughs> that's the best one. Um, but yeah, that's going to be a fun trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be all right. So I'm going to just go to a wedding, see an old friend of mine, maybe have some drinks, go see the strip. Nice. Go so see the strip. I'm actually going Let's again go strip in summertime uh-huh. because uh, we pretty much have free rooms. We tried to use the free rooms uh-huh. for this thing, but it's because it's the weekend. It's like the free rooms are Monday through Friday. Oh, it was a blackout date. Yeah. So we were just like, fuck. Well, let's just make another trip. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so all we right. Double trip. trip. Line. Nice. Yeah, with free fucking buffets and shit. Eat some lobster. Five dollar yeah, lobster. I guess you can play Nothing online like fucking phone games and win free trips and shit. And she's really? been doing it for so long and has never used them, so she has all this free shit fucking Fuck. stacked up. Nice. I'm like, what? You can fucking take trips off so, your phone? 
nice thing to cash out, you know. Yeah, okay, so okay, if, okay, uh, okay. They, you know, so our sponsors. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> see, we missed an opportunity to plug our sponsors. Yeah, sorry, Today's guys. Today's sponsors is brought to you by Candy Crush. Yes, Candy Crush. Brought to you in a limited time appearance for your everyday use with your fingers when your wife is busy. Candy Crush, play it or die. All right. And we are back for what we're talking for Candy Crush. Never, I've never wanted to play Candy Crush more in my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, my quick update. Pretty boring. Um, yeah, the finger's kind of getting better. I still Is need it? to go to the doctor. No, it's grip? not getting better, dude. It's getting. Let it's, me see it's, it. It's 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 still pretty fucked up. So if I touch it right here, he's gonna scream. Yeah, I mean, it's not that bad, but it's to the point like where that bone shouldn't. be. What if I hit it like, really hard? Pretty right? bad. You wanna play knuckles? That'd be hurt. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Oh, remember that? Remember Uncle? And then just try and yeah, yeah. yeah. What is it? That's a classic. Oh, or bloody, uh, or bloody. Yeah, I was like, wait, what are we doing? Uh, when you used oh, to with flip the quarter because you had to keep it going. If not, table and you would put your hand right here. Oh yeah, that one. Just, I was. Kids I was, get violent if you don't give them toys. Second huh? place, bloody knuckles winner, guys. Nice. Okay, it's not really. A, I don't. I don't. Man, have I, used to play I don't have a trophy. Not like where we hit each other's knuckles for so long. Right. Hand was so. We used to play a game where we would grip hands and then we would slap hands. Until one other was, person gave yeah. up. Until like your hands were like. Damn, you guys down. would have hated. That's how we used to do it. I was like, I played Chinese jump rope with the girls. Hey! <laughs> he I was like, like inside out, outside in. Oh, that's okay, just got a it. death though. You know what I mean? Whoever doesn't make it gets dropped. Yeah, exactly. You're like there all wrapped up. You're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I I play Chinese, and you're like, oh, you <laughs> bitch. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I was somebody's bitch, all right. Um, but other than that, it's pretty chill. I did start. Um, kind of like a mini sketch, uh, like a mini sort of overview of like a spec script um, for Rick and Morty, mm-hmm. which I'm kind of excited about, just to like play around with the story a little bit. Because I've been, I've been, I, I, uh, I was talking to Will Jackson. Shout out to my boy Will Jackson, the guy who bought my first script, my first ever script. And I was talking to him about getting in contact with the people that he had sent that script over to to look at and kind of touch up on. And uh, we we had a conversation. It was like, yeah, well, you need to have like a treatment set up or something. You know, classic advice and shit like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, word. I was like, why not do it something that I really want to fucking try and like see happen? You know? So, yeah. So I was like, oh, sick ass little Rick and Morty, Morty script. You know what I mean? And that's something that I feel I can fall into pretty easily. But I think you could was, totally fall into Rick and Morty. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and it was, but it was just like something that I was lacking. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, other than like another completed script and then the than the one I stole, which I haven't <laughs> finished. But I mean, at least that gives me sort of like an idea of like what needs to be filled out like as far as like portfolio wise sure. I mean, like oh, okay like here's my versatility like you know I'm, like i can do this and that and the other thing yeah, so, yeah, yeah. oh this, this and, and the other uh, huh? yeah. I told you that shit just comes in hey that's the name of the show <laughs> <laughs> you, it, like you have you found any old rick and morty scripts to look over and see how they did it i found a couple ones on yeah. the internet it's all pretty much the basic thing though there's really it's 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 really story circle. It's all Dan Harmon's story circle. Right. Just yeah. follow it. It's I mean, you can see the template pretty quickly. You see Rick and Morty going off on an adventure. Maybe, maybe Summer comes along, and then uh, Jerry and so Beth are doing with their own shit. Yeah, man. He has a he has a whole bunch of blogs and stuff right now. So I've been listening to his podcast for a minute now, and like, uh, it's it's yeah. He has this whole thing. It's like uh, it's like that book plus Save the Cat all mixed together, mm-hmm. and then like uh, just a bit of like the mega myth or the what mega was the other book you were talking about that <coughs> save the cat 
it was Save the Cat. Yeah, yeah. I'm listening you, to that book right now, it? actually. Save the Cat? Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Audio book, yeah. 100. That shit's fire, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's pretty good. No, it's about as good as that, that other one that we have. Uh, but Save the Cat's sick. Save the Cat it's is It's really good. What's the other good. one? Should we, just so we could plug it? Uh, how to make uh, scripts. How to have fun and make millions. How to have fun and money making scripts. I don't know. Scripts. It was the guys who did Reno 911. Yeah. They did, did a great job. They, they got a strip that. for millions. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to Yeah, we'll have to plug it or yeah. something. Oh, well, that's a real plug that we could actually. I mean, I fucking love that book. That it's book great. That really helped out. No, it was really good. It was really good. Like I said, I, I don't think I would have been able to do whatever I'm doing, you know, at that point, like, right. and, and been able to do it right. But Save the Cat was something that I just stumbled upon yeah, recently. Yeah, same. Uh, because of that I mean, podcast. I'm talking within a Mac. I've started listening to it on audiobook maybe last week. Me <laughs> Yeah, dude, that's so dude, funny. I haven't been able to get it. I haven't done them yet, like audiobooks. Dude, it's actually really good because my commute is about an hour since I live in Los Feliz yeah, and I commute to the West Side. Podcast. I just li- finished listening to uh, Tina Fey's Bossy Pants. Oh, I haven't. Which I've read before, but oh. I just wanted to hear Sam her like sweet voice, like kind of just <laughs> melt into my ears. I would l- marry Tina Fey. She's cool. Yeah. I would marry her. Yeah. She'd be cool. Yeah. I mean, I would fight her before I married her. Though. Oh, well, you, I think you have to fight someone before you marry them. Yeah, that's yeah. part of the law, right? Yeah, 100%. That's like prima nocta. Prima nocta is the... <laughs> <laughs> well, if the female wins, you take her last name. There you go. Oh, that's the way it should be. Alfonso Pay. Welcome back to Ancient <laughs> Um But no, uh, but that's it. Pretty much I'm working on that, trying to dust the old bones off for, for some writing. You know what I mean? Now that we're semi-caught up on all of this shit, because we were so behind, and then... And then I went to jail, and then all this wild shit happened, and the hands all fucked up. I noticed just... you didn't uh, promote that episode so hard. Yo, you know, I, I said the exact same thing, too. And you know what's funny? If you go back and look, I actually threw one of the the one with the American flags on it, uh-huh. and I promoted that as the jail one. Yeah. And I didn't we, – because we, we have such a deep catalog. We were so behind on our fucking episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just trying to catch up on putting everything up, you know what I mean? Yeah, we just got sure. a little confused. Yeah, but the jail one, no, I did not push that no. one. Should I ask why you went to jail? Yeah, dog, oh, you can ask. Yeah, you, dude, you got to watch that. You episode. didn't watch the episode? I, I haven't watched that particular one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I skipped that. Before I tell the, the quick overview of the story, because, uh, well, we have, God knows how much time we have. We have like an hour and a half. We have, yeah. We have plenty of time. It's always a special time when we got homies in the hey. office. Um, the jail one, um, well, getting back to the promoting thing, we weren't on iTunes and we weren't set up for Spotify yet. And so I think that was just having a big problem on people finding us or like taking the time to discover us because I I don't watch YouTube. He watches YouTube. For I watch podcasts. YouTube because sometimes I like just to see, like, Mike Tyson has hot boxing with Mike Tyson yeah. and it comes out on YouTube and yeah. on iTunes. Yeah. I watch it on YouTube just so I could see him look, talk to the people. Yeah. And we were spending such a, a long amount of time, like, focusing on, like, the green screen and the cameras and the editing and doing that. And, that. and I was like, but now that we have that down podcast i was like we're audio like we need to make sure that like people can like listen to us right, so right, right. now we're set up you know on the itunes and the spotify and the cast box and the soundcloud nice. that way everybody can actually download we'll put all those like descriptions at mom. the bottom yeah. yeah my mom keeps telling me she's like well send me where you need me to download and I'm like, <laughs> it's on youtube right now and she's like i don't know how to work that and i'm like fuck you're right like how the fuck are old people supposed to listen to me talk oh, old people. That's, 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 I got that's, that's your demographic right there. hey bro we talk about shit that old people love like like banging and like uh, uh, sex ed pre- prevention. Yeah, sex senior ed citizens actually bang just as much as like younger citizens. Actually, I heard if a not lot. more. Yeah, yeah exactly. I heard a lot. And especially 
mentally disabled people yeah. just walk around jerk what happened what do we and i hear like this? the um i think like after you hit a certain age like your likelihood of getting an std just like skyrockets because oh, oh, yeah. people yeah. just stop giving a fuck they're oh, like yeah. well fuck like i'm like, i already well, made well, it this yeah, they're long gonna, they're gonna die they don't know how to use condoms right <laughs> you know what i mean and they're just like yeah fuck it like let's just bang just and old people banging uh, cool like there's a limit right imagine that sound y'all know me i i i <laughs> yeah that's not even a fist in mayonnaise that's that's like that's <laughs> i don't even know that's that's Add just a lot you, of baby powder onto two pieces of meat and flop them together yeah. oh that's a good one that's it's a good like one. two uh, say, garbage bags and spit like, in the middle <laughs> i was gonna say middle. just let like Throw three raccoons eat a jar of peanut butter and just record <laughs> <laughs> And you're just like, oh fuck! But no, I'm. I love the gray foxes, dog. I'm the first one to admit it. You like blue hairs? I like them old. I like to go dragon hunting. Shits the tits. But the thing is, I'm young. I'm handsome. I'm young. My skin isn't wrinkly. It ain't old. When that shit is put up together, that shit looks like Picasso or some shit, or like Pollock or whatever the fuck that other dude's name is who was all fucking handicapped. It's a pretty image. But too old. <laughs> Sorry, this is our brief rap interlude. Uh, old lady banging. Um, but like when old people are banging, like it just doesn't. I'm I'm so concerned for someone to get hurt. Like in like a hip. That's my thing the whole time. Like I can't even jack off to it. I'm over here just going. Please, like Nana. <laughs> you just hope they make it out okay. Yeah, bro. He's like he's like throw your leg up, and I'm like, oh no, like she ain't done that shit since her wedding night, yeah, and some of those old ladies, they look like rubber chickens, bro, the way they, they get flipped back. And you're just like, I know 20-year-old girls who, who couldn't even do that, bro. Right, right, right. Yo, uh, nah, we, that's, we have a whole sex section. What's up with it? No, so wait, 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 wait. We were talking about your jail. What happened in jail? Oh, my God. I keep trying to um, – okay. <laughs> like four weeks ago, I got into like an uh, – like I was just in a bad spot. I had, I had just gotten off the phone and just gotten some news that I wasn't happy about and mm-hmm. I was just being childish and I was, was in front of the house. Childish. And I was like, ah, damn it, all this and that. You had a little uh, freak out. And okay. I was punching out and shit and everything and finally I was like, all right. Kicking bushes. Kicking bushes and kicking doors. And just being, bushes, yeah. yeah, you know, and that's not me. That's that's why I keep him around so he can do that shit. That, that's not my job. I don't like, do that. I don't have conniptions in the street. <laughs> I guess. But uh, that's so I was like, ah, oh, nah, bro. And so as I was leaving, the cops were like, hey, somebody called. They were like, yo, there's some disturbances going on. And I was like trying to explain to them. I was like, oh no, like, yeah. and they were like, nah, we're not having it, homie. And so they took me down. And I spent like the brown. next, I spent the next four days getting bounced around through L.A. County. Like, what? Yeah, I spent three days in solitary. And it was, it was Martin Luther King fucking. It was Martin so Luther King On weekend. Monday, oh. so it was like he got, it, it happened on like a, a Friday or Saturday. Saturday. And it happened before he left for his trip out in Arizona. And then I was really, and like I said. It was like a day and a half later, and I'm like, I haven't seen Brian. You can go and listen to the episode for the rest of okay, the story. Okay, But I'm just saying, we ran through that mamma jam and it, and it was crazy. It was like four or five days was going through that bullshit. And finally, he, you know, the, he found me. We settled things out. And so the week after that happened. A few days after that happened. Was it a few days? It was a few days. A few days, days, days That's right. why I was just like, are you fucking It was like a few days after that happened. I go down to the local watering hole. Just hanging out. Go have a drink. And then I walk home. You know what I mean? I have a couple of drinks. I'm walking home doing the responsible thing. You know what I mean? Like right, right, right. not driving, not doing anything crazy. Right. And then. I must have bumped into a homeless person or a hobo or something, and he said something to me, and I was a, f- wet, a, f- a week fresh off of that, 
you know, drinking on probation, you know, decides uh, to. And, and so the old man and was like, yeah. And so I was like, OK, cool, old man. And then I came here and my hand was all messed up. And so I was like, oh, no. And so that's kind of what no, he wasn't. Oh, no, he was. Well, I was <laughs> cool about it at the time because I he was, was like, hammered. And I was like, nah, bro. I was like, it's cool. It's cool. I was like, uh, I was like, nah, it keeps happening. I was like, I was like, again, I was like, again with this shit. Motherfuckers keep on trying to fucking <laughs> he fuck just with kept me. Saying, it's the same old thing. It's the same old shit. I'm like, you fucking did this. It's the same old shit. I mean, to me and to the homeless person. Right? No, but, but but anyway, it was it was it was it was the homeless person and to me. For sure. But it was mostly the homeless. Person. It was alcohol. Well, the alcohol too, but mostly the homeless yeah. person. He was probably fucked up. <laughs> it was alcohol. But, well, I don't know why he needed to say anything. I don't know why people need to say anything. Why do people speak? Fucking people talking. You know what I mean? And so that's that's why the hand is like this. Um, but if you wanted to hear a, a more in depth, I'll do some research. You know, yeah. Episode. Okay. Uh, now that we burnt up 10, 10 minutes of telling a, a, a story, that we already <laughs> yeah, we told yeah. another episode. I was like, "Fucking no reason. It up. We'll just cut that out." Uh, um, but, but yeah, man, that's pretty much my week. Oh, um, what was that? I don't know. Everything. Oh, that was just me. Oh, oh, no, it's falling apart. I was like, oh my god. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it uh, for a weekly update. Uh, for everybody, mom, if you're listening, now you know what happened. Am I? If you uh, if you hadn't listened to the other one, um, sick. So my guy. Uh, usually what we do at this point is we, we do a little rant quarter, my man. Okay. Um, what really jibbles your? Been niblets? getting out your giblets lately. Like what? Before we jump into your like Bunches twenty your by crusties. twenty Oprah, <laughs> you know what interview. like. What's been wrestling your, your yeah, like, gummies, what dog? Been pissing you off recently. What's mm. been tickling your biscuit, homie? You can rap to it too if you need to. But. Uh, Let me think about this. What pisses Fuck me? the gas. What prices? really grinds well, my gears right now? I mean, now. like you just got back from Mexico. Mm-hmm. Did anything? Did anything bother you down there? Here's one of the things. Bother you from here to there, there to here. Perceptions. Was were you? Yeah. You know, I felt so. I was in so I was in Mexico for this last uh, about week or so. Yeah. I was out there for six days visiting my mom's family. I hadn't been there in about ten years. Yeah. Oh shit! And it, she lives in a part of the country where it's like very agricultural. Two main exports are avocados and cocaine. Nice. So you can imagine. Uh, that their guacamole, guacamole kicks ass. <laughs> guacamole kicks And then you just add a little bit like, oh, of the cocaine. cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, huh. I love this guacamole. <laughs> yeah. This is McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> Why are y'all motherfuckers selling guacamole? Like ragging lines with chips. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Slicing that shit out and dicing the lines. Talking about new business ideas. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this idea for a script. We'll meet you guys here at 5 o'clock for the guacamole hour. So where did tortillas come from? I think oh, that's an man. origin story right there. Rolling up the tortillas. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. man, really? Oh, but anyway. What are these, so. flour? <laughs> um, so, naturally, when you go out there, you don't want to seem very showy, right? You don't want to seem like, oh, like, I'm like like you rich have money. and I get money, right? Because then yeah. it's like, naturally, there's going to be some individuals out there. And I'm not You're saying... Like, I'm paycheck to paycheck, motherfucker. Right, exactly. <laughs> but, like, their perception, as I'm sure you probably already know, it's like, everyone out here is rich. Everyone in the yeah. United States is rich, period. So, I tried my best to not be flashy in any way yeah um but then they also like but then here's where it comes like i feel bad because they perceive me to be and then it's just if i don't like tip enough that i'm worried i'm just like man did i under tip did i over tip did i should i be tipping huh. at all no one else you is tipping i'm like tip yeah like i was like scrutinizing myself because yeah. i felt bad because over there like a hundred pesos is like five bucks you know what yeah. i mean 
And so... And what's the tipping over there like? So... Most of the time, it's it's not customary to tip, and nah. if you do tip, it's kind of like built into uh, the receipt. Like if it's a larger party okay. or something like that. Um, but here, obviously, it's customary to tip all over the place. So yeah. I was kind of rude. Yeah, and in some places, yeah. it's rude not to, right? So I mean, it's, rude, it's rude if you tip. Oh yeah, in some yeah, countries, yeah. it's rude if you tip. Yeah, exactly. Like Japan, I think, or China, or something. Uh, yeah, like I think Italy as well. Yeah. It's like if you tip, it's kind of saying like, do better next time. Here's some money yeah, so you can yeah, do yeah, some yeah. better. Like you know what I mean? Um, so I was kind of stressing out about that and. Um, which is kind of just a weird thing to kind of overthink and kind of overanalyze. Um, but then also, also, I just got this really nice camera that I wanted to take so that I could like take some really nice photographs. Yeah. But again, like packing equipment like that just yeah. out in the open, yeah. it was like, I want to be a huge target. Yeah. So I ended up taking just a bunch of like Kodak disposables, um, which draw less attention. And it's just like, oh, actually the photographs came out great. Yeah. I'll show you guys later. Yeah, you got but your phone too. Plus I got my yeah. phone. Yeah, exactly. But that's like, you know, I'm all into film right now. So it's like, oh, like how do right. we get film right, photographs right. right now? Um, but yeah, so your rants about Mexico, that would be a little rant about Mexico, but by and large, it was an amazing experience. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful country, beautiful state where I was. And did you uh, see anybody that would look at you as a target? Um, or did you see people that were keeping about their those eye type out? of people? You never know who they're going to be. Everybody. Could. Well, you could kind of tell the guy on the street corner that just happens to be always be sitting there looking around. Ah, right. This is like the discussion we had about who you trust more when you walk through an alley, a black guy or a white guy. I just know when I'm sitting in a street corner in Istanbul, I can, I'm looking around and I can tell who's fucking yeah. doing what. Luckily, I don't, long enough, I never felt like I, I noticed anyone either a noticing me or that I noticed yeah. them being kind mm-hmm. of like extra. So see, that, that was, was pretty lucky mistake, for that. Though. Yeah. You, you always gotta. You always gotta assume everybody's gonna. Dude, try I need to it, tattoo yeah. some eyes in the back of your head. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. that'd be. <laughs> All right, let's make our, oh, oh wait, no, 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 he's on to us. That'd be sick. <laughs> um, well, that was an okay rant. Yeah, I'm proud of you. If I'm I think not an angry not, guy, you, you, not, you don't, you, you're not yeah, a really you're, big ranter. You know, he's right? never really been angry. You've never really no, been an angry person. guy. I've always been very calm. I'm a very, very, very. I get that a lot. Angry. Like I'm very, very calm. Mm-hmm. I don't really get angry. It takes a lot to get me angry. I it does. It does. Wait till I tell you. Yeah. This deep dark secret. I didn't rub you down. Celia walks on in. Camera. <laughs> She's pregnant. <laughs> oh. So, all right, Brian. My rant corner is actually uh, about the prison industrial complex. Oh, oh see. Hey. All right. I'm so, sorry, Loki, before you start that. I went through, sta- after I got arrested, uh-huh, uh-huh. I went through stages of it, almost like uh, like grief uh-huh. or whatever. And it's funny because I was thinking about you going through that and then your stages of what you're going to be yeah. feeling going through this whole thing. Because I was like, the first month I was like angry and then I did the industrial complex thing and yeah. like kind of like was like, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and yeah. then like. And then, I was just kind of scrambling for something to rant about. Oh, the prison industrial. <laughs> oh, we can rant about the prison industrial complex. Let me tell you. Stages of feelings after a fucking. Oh, I mean, I'm over it at yeah. this point. Like, I just, I can't. You can't. There's nothing. All that. That's true. They fucking emptied my bank account, though. So that's why when I got arrested. Yeah, yeah yours was they, different, they took, like, bro. They, really? Car, yeah, they straight, uh, they straight they ganked you, homie. Like, yeah, you. Were, that's why I went through some stages of grief. Yeah, me, I was just like, oh, I'm out. We're alive. The dogs are good. Sam's good. Like, we're good. Yeah, you didn't get too fucked. We had enough money to get the car out like we're caught up on rent like we're alive like it, it was a lot of that and now that i have once my head gets above that water that's yeah. when i'm like i've been in this bitch my whole life guys like <laughs> i can't even worry about that shit. Like, it was pretty dark being around him for the first it's pretty bad bro yeah. i'm not gonna lie yeah. I'm, a, I'm a human being i got emotions you of know course. what i mean and i was mad at myself you know that was the biggest thing about mm-hmm. it i was just mad at myself i wasn't mad at you getting arrested 
it was kind of like, damn, man, really? Like a kid? Like, well, and that it's the first time I've ever had to, we've ever had right. to deal with it. I was mad like at the few days after. Yeah. That's where I fucking lost my shit. Oh, well, yeah. You know what I mean? I come back and I'm like, I, I open the door and he's beat the hell out of somebody and I'm all fucked up. Shovel his hands off. I'm like, like that. And it was just after like the whole ordeal of him getting yeah. out, I was like, what the fuck? Doing, doing, doing all the right things except. The bad thing going out and <laughs> looking for trouble. I don't know. It's a weird thing. It's like on the other side. industrial complex. Walking around, minding my own. But yeah, exactly. It's trying to sidetrack me. Yeah, we already <laughs> did an episode about this. Um, all right. So the industrial, the complex, dog. Fuck, fuck the the food and everything in there. That's cool. It's who's running them bitches. You know who runs the food out in Santa Monica? Bob Hope. Or uh, not Bob Hope. Uh, <laughs> Drew Carey. No, wait, not Drew Carey. The guy Carey. who's... Uh, Who knows to the Oscars? Guess Bob, the price. Bob Dole. Drew Carey? Uh, no, uh, yeah, no, the, the Bob Barker. <laughs> oh, Bob Barker. Bob Barker. The owns, neuter, neuter the dogs guy? Bob Barker owns <clears throat> a food and supply chain that supplies California prisons <clears throat> with food. Hey, and, man, and that's, he things. knew how to make money. Wow. Like, he's even now, he makes a shit ton of money from doing that. And all the food in there is old and shit. And I can't believe that the motherfuckers have been arrested for marijuana still ain't been let go yet. Yeah. I don't understand why people are in there. And I was in there, like I said, I. Because it's money. It's money. You can't yeah, just, prisons are privately owned. So if you keep them full, then you're generating more money than if you keep them empty. And the thing is, and all the time that I've spent behind stuff and done shenanigans and got into my own series of shit, like, with, with this, this. Right here, this one, this was bad. This was not cool. It's not. It's not cool. Like it's all. It's not the Oz or nothing in there. Like you know what I'm saying. Whatever. Y'all can listen to that episode. But fuck the. This is a quick rant. Fuck the food. Fuck the way they be treating you like that in there. Fuck. Fuck Bob the, Hope. Fuck Bob Hope. Bob. No, poor Bob Hope. Fuck Bob Barker. You know what I'm saying? Like he played the game though. You yeah. gotta make the money. However, you gotta make the money. Do you? Dude, he had some good money. Guy, tell him, hey. This That's what I client. mean. We, 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 get, we can get this food company. He had Hitler's PR guy. He called. He, he was like, "Hey, Hitler, baby, hey, <laughs> Bobby, Bobby, darling, I have such a good idea. Let's feed the prisoners. Huh? Huh? Peanut butter and jelly, five day old macaroni and cheese. He's like, I don't feed know. Them. I don't know. They'll love it. They'll love it. You know who makes a great meatloaf? My mother. What I'll do? I'll have a cook for the prisoners. It'll be easy. Fuck it. It'll be a tax write off. Don't worry about it. How do you fix it? Have the motherfuckers cook their own food. Have the motherfuckers uh, give them food. And yeah, like, cook it. Yeah, I don't know. Give them, know. give them kitchen out. supplies like rant. knives Not and grates. And- but that's where it remind me of it. All right. And what's your rant? My fucking rant is um, people who kind of I don't know. I don't even know how to rant about this. I, I went through a series of emotions. I was trying to get into this. Uh, this, oh this thing, yeah! This thing and for writers, a writers group. And long story short, the guy's been doing this for a few decades, and you know everything was great. Um, and I go to this writers group. I'm checking it out. Someone vouched for me because it's not advertised. And then so I go to this thing. It went yeah, it's well. Yeah, it's a secret one. It's a secret. Yeah, one. it's like yeah, it's like you got uh, another and code. It's, only, it's a few times a week. It's like five hundred bucks for eight weeks. You could go as many times as you want. To, there's four days. You meet uh, behind the Zankus off Sunset. Wait, like so you meet you meet, meet with a group house. of people who oh at this guy's house at this guy's house uh-huh. he puts it on 
He puts wood on. He, it's, just, it's like a writing class. Oh, a yeah. class. Okay, like okay, okay. So okay, okay, okay. I'm with you, you. You basically start writing a script under his tutelage or whatever, and in between these classes... He uh, uses his experience to... Yeah, show tell, he, you show him what you have, and he'll read it through and be like, you know, give you notes, keep working, keep working. Basically, by the end of the eight weeks, he gets you with an industry-ready script. Um, and then on these classes, these, these days, uh, people have scheduled days where they have to read their script. So uh, let's say there's five characters, so five people in the class will get each character, and then we sit around like you know, yeah, like a table read, yeah. Someone does the action, someone fucking talks. Yeah. And so we went through, and I guess you're not supposed to talk at all. So when we're discussing the fucking scripts, you know, once we're, once we're done t- uh, reading, we talk about the script, and he first talks about it for like the first twenty minutes about what he says, what he thinks, this and that, blah blah blah. Then we all start talking, but we're not. I guess when you're new, you just keep your mouth shut. And they were talking, and at one point, I knew to keep my mouth shut, but at one point... You decided to express an opinion. No, I didn't express an opinion. They started talking in the stories. Uh, it, was, it would think of an, uh, uh, a Jewish um, exorcist or some shit like that. Okay. okay. So, like, there's this thing that's, that, uh, that's taking over a little boy, and it's a demon, and the demon tells his mom, I want the Jewish rabbi. I want the Jew so-and-so, Jew... Lachaim, whatever his name is, right? Right. So she goes and gets the, the possessed rabbi, kid. Okay. And um, and the rabbi instead of sending, instead of coming, for some reason he sends this new girl, this new rabbi girl, and for whatever reason, if he's sick, I don't remember. <clears throat> Actually, she they didn't even give a reason. He should have. <laughs> he should have died. I thought. I thought. Okay. He died. <laughs> okay. Anyway, let's go. So <laughs> come on. Person shows up. <laughs> Blah, blah, blah. Uh, the girl shows up. And so it, as they're discussing it, they're like, so why did the mom want the rabbi to come? You know, and he keeps talking about the mom asking for the rabbi. And, right. and I'm sitting here going, fucking demon child asked for the rabbi. The mom went and got it. The mom yeah. doesn't want anybody. Right, the right, mom right. just wants her child back. Oh, right. And they're talking so. about this. And for 10 minutes, they're all they, they're all on the wrong page about right, it. Right, right. So finally, I'm like, um, excuse me. And then everyone gets quiet. I'm like, I thought it was the child that asked for the rabbi. Uh. And he was just like, uh, and then he just kept talking. I was like, but in the script, and he, and he goes, Shh. he shushed me. He, he shushed you like with the hand thing? Yeah, he was just, mm. like that. Whoa. And then he kept talking. And so I just sat there. I felt my face get a little red. You yeah. Know, I haven't got shushed like that in a long time. So I'm sitting there like, whatever. And they continued. And then finally someone said something about it, like another 10 minutes later. But wasn't it the, and I was like, and I kind of went, that's what I said. And the guy next to me was a kind of a dick. Goes, what are you trying to say under your breath? Kind of like that. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, are you talking to me? <laughs> like, it got kind of like that. Yeah. But it was fine. End of the class, I was talking with the instructor. People were smiles. Then I didn't hear from him. He's like, this is what it is. And I was like, oh, I'm going to you know, I'm gonna get a hold of you. A few days later, because I got sick, I got a hold <clears> of him. I was like, sorry, I haven't got a hold of you sooner, but I want to start you know, after a certain date. No answer. He ghosted me. He ghosted me for fucking so long. I was getting like, what did I, what That's did I do? That's fucked. And in this industry, the rant is, in this industry, people just ghost you. Mm-hmm. I've been ghosted a few times after meetings. And he eventually hit me up the other day, on Tuesday, yesterday. Just out of the blue, like, yes, I'd like you to come in Tuesday nights. You know, um, if you come tonight, that'd be great. And I'm like, I told you I work Tuesday nights. I'm trying to change my fucking thing. But long story short, he ended up getting a hold of me, but it seemed like like over a week. And I was like flipping out, like, what the fuck, man? Like, why do you do that? Why do people ghost people here? And uh, I yeah, think, I hear that's a very L.A. thing. It's a yeah. very L.A. thing. Yeah, it is. And 
I feel like the only reason he hit me back up because he needs a male student for Tuesday nights. Oh, there was it was just a it's all of... females on Tuesday nights. I went on a Wednesday night, Thursday night, <clears throat> and there's a Saturday morning, and I and I, I'm like, because so he like, needs a wingman. Essentially, they just need another guy to come in on Tuesday nights. All right. All right. And he told me this beforehand. He's like, it'd be really great. And then after he ghosted me for a while, then on Tuesday he's like, if you could come tonight. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, right. all yeah. right, bro. But it just felt like, I don't know. I was just really, uh, I feel like L.A., the ghosting, just tell a motherfucker. Yeah. Just tell him, like, just be like, yo, like, we can't use the script. Yo, like, we enjoyed lunch. And, you know, that's it. Hey, yeah. we got no room or yeah, whatever. It's just, like, it's just not going to work out for us. Yeah. At least let, him, let a guy know. Don't, don't yeah. let a guy, like, five days later be like, well, I guess that's it. Yeah. And then, you know, but for the first three days being like, fuck, man, are they not calling yeah. me? When they could have just said that day, been like. Hey man, it's not gonna work. Yeah. All right, man, I'm gonna move on. You know, that's, that's it. It's, a, it's that simple, and it happens a lot. Yeah. It's it, it happens way more than than in my opinion in other states or, or in other like industries. You know what I mean? You can't yeah. do that in like the property management business. Like, no, you if know, you were you, trying to get a job at a proper property management place and you went for an interview, and then they would let you know. Sorry, yeah, even know. if you, if you got the job or not. Yeah, right. Or you can't ghost like clients. You know what I mean? Because that's money. It's yeah. like. You know what I mean? If you're someone, if I did that at my work, you'd fucking it'd be the worst reviews ever. Yeah, you yeah. start someone's tattoo and then just fucking ghost. Yeah, it. dude, books it right <laughs> in the middle of that. So why did it turn anime halfway through the? Never seen again. <laughs> yeah. This is the cursed tattoo that he left me with. <laughs> nah, but so yeah, that's my rant. It's just uh, I wish people would be a little more upfront. Yeah, fuck those guys. You know? And then, um, and then, just the pretentiousness of this fucking industry. Like, you cannot speak, motherfucker. I'm about to pay five hundred dollars. Yeah, damn classes. right, bro. I didn't know like, that he told you. What did you say under your breath? The guy sitting yeah. next to me. No, it wasn't the instructor. No, I know. I didn't. You didn't tell me that. Yeah, this guy. Hey, bro. Like, because I looked at him. I looked at him. I said, "I said, what did you?" I'll be damned. <laughs> I'll be yeah, damned. I looked at him. I said, "What did you say?" Yeah, like that. And he goes, "Well, no, it's just that hey, I, don't, I understand that yeah. new people have a hard time just oh, all right. talking." And I go, "Okay, that's what you were I trying said, to say." They were they had it wrong, yeah. new or not. Better watch right. it. Yeah, I just kind of. There's another episode that you can watch, episode two, <laughs> where I get into some shenanigans with the lady at a bar. Yeah, because Dude, this guy's always fighting people. That's what I'm, I'm not telling fighting him. People. And he's always after bar and drinking. I saw him once. Remember when we saw each other briefly hey, in Echo Park? What, what, in Echo what Park, is right this? by. What corner is this dog? <laughs> is this jump on Brian and his and his emotional issues? Hey man, don't. Should we let him know that this is an intervention? I love it. I love it. What is it? Which one was it? I said, should we let him know that this is an intervention? The whole thing. It's all been a setup since the. Brian, we started yeah. this podcast. We yeah. really, really are worried about you. Yeah, Everyone exactly. walks in. And yeah, all of Brian's internet. friends and family just. Go yeah. No, but tell, tell it, tell it. About uh, the time I bumped into you at uh, Echo Park? Uh, tell me. I don't. I want to know this one. I just bumped into him into Echo at Echo Park once briefly. I think I was heading home, and you were going to hit up one more place. And then the following morning, I found out that you had gone into a fight. That <gasps> oh, as well. that was because I even knocked on your door the next day. I feel, and then you answered. Right. He was like, just kind of like bruised. That was the night we went to the game. Oh, that fight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that yeah. was the night we went to the game. I was hammered that day. Yeah. 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 yeah that was. I that, tried stopping you. Yeah, I remember that. I oh, I don't remember that. I actually. feel bad. Do you? I I do remember though. Um, what night? Do you remember that? the night where uh, it was Stephen, you and I? I think, or it was uh, you, me, and my friend Ivan. I think, and we went from like the shortstop 
to uh, like Little Joy and then at that French restaurant and then we ended up at Gold Room because we had talked to those girls at the French oh, restaurant yeah. and they're like, we're going to be at Gold Room later. And we went at Gold Room and we were just dancing. Isn't like, that oh. the night that you you, uh, you came back home and you hit the triple-double? <laughs> Was it that night? It was that night. It, uh, I came on these these games, these Alex Jones games. Uh, it was that night. Dog. I you think it might have been that triple night. Double. So that oh yeah, because Stephen and and uh, and his friend uh, they fell asleep. Mike, yes. So they left early, leaving yeah. leaving you, Ivan, and myself. We were just like just flirting with these girls at Gold Big facts. Yeah, they were th- oh, they're good. They're thick and mm. thick, but they're good. They was ladies, and, you know. And like I remember walking over to Bright at one point, he did this little number on that girl right there. Yeah, he <laughs> the boy got moves all day, b. Yeah, no, it's, it was crazy times. Uh, and if anything, that brings us right into our theme. Our theme is. What is Mr. Alfonso. Yeah! Welcome to Theme Corner. Today is brought to you by Viagra, the little blue pill that keeps you up at night. Make sure you use it right, only on things that are tight. Viagra, the blue pill. <coughs> that's our advertisement for Viagra. Thanks I've for never wanted a Viagra. Are we getting sued for doing this? Probably, dog. <laughs> That'd be sick. Um... Alfonso, the yes, man, sir. the myth, the legend. Yes, What's sir. up, dog? Let's so, take it back. So what are you writing nowadays? What am I writing nowadays? Um, you know, I've been focusing so much on film photography with Chris, and like yeah. we're, uh, I mentioned to you guys earlier, we're publishing a film photography book. Nice. The thesis of the book is vanity. So okay. we're really kind of like, it's a three part book with three different photographers, all film. And we're each tackling tackling uh, our personal perception of what vanity is through our photographs. So, um, and then you're putting the book all together. And then we're putting the book, book all together, kind of like a coffee table book. It's gonna be a good size, really good print, nice weight, and um, really just to showcase our photography. That's kind of cool. Uh, so I've been focusing on that and uh, not writing as much as I'd like, but I've been writing a lot of uh, short stories actually right yeah. now. Nice. That's actually one of the new games that we're going to get going on here is doing short story competitions. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And whoever's story wins Like that two week. pages. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like two pages. Just small like that. Ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then whoever's story. We were going to do it for this one, but I didn't, I wanted to make sure that we just spoke to you and like talk, talked about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And instead we talked about the fucking prison system. Yeah. <laughs> that shit we already <laughs> talked about. Um, but uh, I, I do notice that when you get when you go into something else and you're doing something else, and uh, Sam and I talked about that before, is like the the writing sort of fell. I mean, you know, kind of to the side. Like mm-hmm. when we were trying to get all of this figured out, and we were trying to just get. You yeah, know, I just we, finished my script, and then we started doing this, and it was really hard to start another one. Too. Yeah, it was. You know. Yeah, it's a lot to try and like bounce between the two things, mm-hmm. and so I definitely, I definitely understand that. You yeah. know, considering it took, you know, such a, it takes a lot of time to like look at all the other stuff, and it takes a lot of energy, a lot of time, and you don't want to like half-ass it. You know what I mean? Exactly, so exactly. Like, exactly. What are you shooting on right now? Right now, I just got a brand new camera. It's at a Canon EOS three. Yeah. So that's literally the last camera that Canon manufactured as a film camera before mm-hmm. going all digital. Oh, and that's the so, one after EOS two. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I just, you know, nice. I mean, you really know your shit. I don't like really well, so I just kind of throw it No, that was good. Like, I bought it. I was, I was like, oh, sick. <laughs> Sounds chronological. Like, nice, I'll buy yeah. it. Um, but what was genius about it, the manufacturers in Canon, was that they made that film camera, the mount on it, compatible with all future lenses for the digital camera. So whether Makes you have. Fucking sense. Exactly. So, like, whether you have. They're good. Whether you have a, um, a Mark One or Two or what have you, or just even a little Rebel. It will, <clears throat> it will um, work on your EOS three. So you just kind of like opened up the door to using all these great lenses on a film camera. That's that's yeah. pretty cool. See, and again, why they fucking 
make different connection points is beyond me. Right, exactly. Well, it's like Sony has its own Mao, and then Nikon has their own Mao, and then so you can buy adapters and stuff like that, but it gets tedious. And then film production in general is just like, it's such a process. It's like if you don't really like it, then it's like you're not going to want to do it because no, it's rough. You have to buy the film, load it onto the camera, shoot accurately based on your light settings, yeah. finish the roll, send it out to get it developed, Wait. There's like if you're paying yeah, throughout you're, the entire process. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. Some people Wait, like get it back. Themselves. Yeah, that'd be cool if I had my own black yeah. room. But and you really jumped into the film thing too. Like I remember, you, it was just kind of like over it was just kind of like on the side, like yeah, kind of yeah, like a like hobby. Just and then you really cranked it up, and then you were like, "Oh, look!" Like well, once Chris and I started having the competitions, yeah. and it started getting really fun. Oh, the yeah, competition. So explain, are you guys still having those? We are, but we're on a hiatus because of the book. We gotta so, get involved so with that, so. explain how how did that competition work? So, so the competition worked because we we both really liked uh, film photography, right? But there was, um, and we were we would go out and we would just shoot photography, like whatever we thought was interesting. But there was no like driving force, so there's just nowhere to like really funnel. Just kind of scattered. It, we were just scattered, yeah. right? So then, I think Chris and I had the idea. We were just like, hey, like let's uh, let's see who can take the best picture of this, right? You know right, what right. I mean? And so then we thought, like, well let's give this some structure like these are going to be like let's pick some themes and then we can shoot like three or four photographs for each theme and then we'll have our friends vote on which ones they like best and then we'll have a winner and so that was really kind of just the birth then of the contest exactly yeah. and then it's snowball like what film more film and yeah and then we started putting restrictions like it has to be this kind of camera or it has to be this kind of film and or this has to be this subject matter and it's like it's, it's already growing to like i think at one point we had like about 10 photographers participating in the contest yeah. nice. and it, so we got to the point where you could only submit one photograph per category because imagine going through like 90 photographs and trying exactly. to pick your yeah. favorite you know and our judges were like um, some of our friends who work professionally in photography so they had a really good eye and had a lot of great feedback and it just turned out to be a really great place to kind of surround yourself with like-minded people who appreciate the fun. same passion and yeah. then just do a lot of really cool film photography. Yeah. I won the contest once and then... Uh, you did. That was like at the very beginning. It was, uh, I think, the third contest. Yeah, exactly. When it was only you we and you it was, it was Chris, Stephen, and I. Nice. Yeah. And you clearly cheated. Yeah, I clearly cheated. I, <laughs> I used uh, flip you phone pictures. You clearly sent $1,000 and bought it for it was, it was, uh, use a camera. It was all dick pics. So I don't I mean. care. Unanimously. Make sure to eat that mic. Eat that mic good. Eat it. Eat it. Well, eat yeah, it. when you're speaking. Yeah. Fucking eat it. <laughs> just because I want to make sure we get your, your audio. He, he right. just likes these like um, that. Just like... You mentioned earlier uh, you're of Mexican descent. I am, yeah. How do you feel that influences your work? And where do you think the border should be? <laughs> <laughs> I would watch an interview show where one dude was really like professional and he was like, do you believe that there's a firm way that... And then the other guy goes, yeah, and what you think about the women? Like, uh, on the other side of it, it would be like uh, Key and Peele when he has the translator for Obama. But he would just like interview all these really important people and then he would just chime in and be like, what'd you have for breakfast today? What did you do today? Um, do you like dippy eggs? Hey. Or do you like <laughs> scrambled eggs? Like my special brother? Okay, Timmy, stop, stop. Yeah, I said you could ask one question. Mr. President, I told <laughs> I'm so sorry. He's my brother. He has to come with me everywhere. Um, Mom will let us go separately. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what, what what do you feel about that dog? Like uh, especially taking photos. How do you translate your 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 heritage through photos? Unless you're taking pictures of taco stands and Mexican women and 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 he was just in Mexico. Yeah, I was just in Mexico. Well, Mexico's a great place to take yeah. pictures. Of that alone, I will say one yeah, thing that I noticed. Mexico like, is usually kind of a hand in hand. It's pretty Mexican. One that I one thing that I did notice in Mexico was a cultural difference. Was that here, if you pull out a camera and you're like kind of doing street photography, which is mostly what I do, kind of just 
photographs on the street very candid very like yeah. with things i think kind of wow. cool oh. um if people see you pull out a photo uh, camera and they see they're you're trying to take a picture of them they're very aware of that and they get very uncomfortable or like down to the point would be like hey what are you doing here yeah. here here in america yeah. in mexico they could give two fucks they oh that's cool yeah they did not care like i would pull out my camera and like i'd get kind of close you know closer than i ever gotten here and they'd just be like just ignore him he'll go away you know and it, i got some great shots in mexico I wonder if that has that. to do with sort of like the the not my problem sort of like style that they live with the cartels and everybody where like things go down and then you're just kind of like well here everybody's a little like, more oh, whatever homie right but we don't have cartels busting doors down no no, no i just mean here out. like i feel like you point a camera at so, like people here are very uh entitled yeah. so i feel like you it's like hey, what are you doing like, <laughs> well, well i think it's kind of internet. it's kind Mexico's of ironic really though hyped about the internet it's kind of ironic though because on the one hand if you pull out a camera, you're a video record. It's almost like their objection is you're invading my privacy. Yeah. Right. But and you might we're invading like people's privacy all the time through right. so right. many means, but through invisible means. Yeah. Right. And it's just and like they, they don't even really complain at the person with the camera on the wall. Right. Thing, exactly. Um, but I think when you pull, ca especially out in more of a country that's internet based, like you're taking a picture of somebody, you're like, "Where are you putting my picture, buddy?" Yeah. Buddy? Like, yeah. No. In Mexico, they're just like, "That's oh, fucking." But the reason I ask that is, uh, you know what I mean, uh, not, and not just in your photography, but in your writing and everything like mm -hmm. that. You'll, there's almost like two schools of thoughts where, um, like, if you're of Hispanic or, or even African or even white, you know, like, there's like you have to have pride or, or I have yeah. a good friend of mine from Arizona who's... Well, even, even if... Oh, even if I... No, you're good. Even if um, I try to write a story without... Uh, deliberately incorporating my heritage into it it's it's downright impossible to do so because such a big part of my identity is rooted in the fact that i'm first generation mexican-american here in this country mm -hmm. so because of that like a huge part of my identity is like there's this like weight on me that i so you do feel some type of obligation oh of course like i feel i feel this this sense of obligation to honor all of the sacrifices my parents made to get me here for sure right do you but resent it i don't resent it because i think it's shaped me but i do like sometimes wish I didn't have it or you wish to escape it sometimes sometimes yeah, yeah because it just makes you feel like everything you do like I'll give you an example like they they sacrificed a lot to get me here right but because of that I have the luxury of asking the question what do I want to be what do I want to yeah. do right and while I'm figuring that out or like or my ability to like go out and uh, grab a drink and party a little bit and kind of like socialize and never and things like that it's like it's almost like indulgent and that sense of indulgement kind of makes you feel guilty like fuck is this is yeah. this because then you think of it through their perspective and then they're wondering like man we work so hard and he's just like partying all the, all the sure, time right you know what i mean but it's kind of like that's also the benefits like i'm those are kind right. of that's kind of part of the you know yeah I'm, it kind of goes yeah. hand in it kind of goes hand in hand all you were doing, right if that was yeah. all i was doing then that'd yeah. be a problem but that's you know it's it's hard to but i understand to that, differentiate that or to separate yourself from the two yeah no one wants to have to do something right you're like man what? i didn't ask for this exactly and that's no. why like the culturally i guess it's an interesting question because you know is is i guess are you obligated to always do do to support like to have and, and no right so, so here's the mean? thing though right because that's what it means to like have a child right having a child is like you created something that's your own but it never belongs to you because they are their own person they have their own spirit they have their own purpose mm -hmm. and so 
although I do, I, although I think it's good that I have this sense of urgency to like, or this sense that I need to honor what my parents did, honor their sacrifices, it's also important for me to keep in mind that my life is my own and I technically don't owe anyone anything, that the only thing I really need to do is, you know, be at peace with who I am and do right. things that kind of... And yeah, you do want to honor them. You do want to honor them, right? But, but it's that do, balance, right? It's the right? same way that you want to honor your own existence. Like, you don't want to exactly. just fuck up your whole life because you, you want to... Right, you know, exactly. You know, so, yeah. And there's uh, been points in my life where I've just been, like, really self-destructive, you know what I mean? Like, maybe I the times I'm saying I think that's even healthy. Stuff. Right, right, right. That's, but, that's healthy, though. That's a healthy way to find yourself you know? and then once you figure out, like, no... I guess I was I guess I was talking more about just, like, on just, like, on a Hispanic level of, like... Of, of having other people come to you and be like, oh, well, you're Hispanic. Well, why doesn't your writing reflect that? Or why doesn't mm -hmm. your, why, you know what I mean? Why isn't mm -hmm. your moves reflecting that in any way? And like, how do you feel about that? Like sense of obligation. Like if I, like if I see something that's Hispanic oriented, like a show on Netflix and it's not good, like I'll say it's not good. Yeah. And I don't feel like I have to support it just because I'm Hispanic. Like yeah. it's a piece of art that's not good. Like and I don't enjoy it and I think it's pandering. Like the same way that like Black Panther came out and everybody was like, Oh, it's amazing and then you have the people who are like, Oh, it's not good. Right. And you're like, Oh, well clearly you must not like it because you hate black people. Right, right, no, right. it's just not good. I like it's not a good movie. I fell asleep to it the other night and you know, I'm it's, not saying, it's, I haven't seen it, but it, it's Look, it all takes place. It's pandering. Captain it's Marvel. In a, in a way, it's it has to because it is the heart of Africa. In that's the theme. It's like Black Panther, Africa. This. So it's like, yeah, it kind of panders. Well, I'm saying, yeah, like if a black person didn't like Black Panther, then they were automatically, you know, almost ostracized, and right. people were like, well, why not? Like, do you are you they made a Mexican superhero? Yeah. It'd be Mexico, Mexican. You know, like a superhero. It, it would have that theme. Fucking. So I mean, like, how do you feel? You know, as an artist and like as a creative like well do you feel like that has like a huge merit on like your actions or like i don't know do i think like, it depends it depends on the subject matter like right now we're doing a book on vanity you know it's like as i'm looking for photographs or creating photographs that kind of encapsulate that idea for me i don't really think about like well what does this mean and i'm not saying that i shouldn't i'm just like what does this mean as a first generation mexican-american in regards to vanity, you know what I mean, and it's like, did you I don't, tackle it from that angle? I don't, I don't, because I don't or? think of it. Oh, you don't. I, that's you not my mind doesn't oh, automatically go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it, perfect. It just goes into like, what do I personally For think? For sure, you know what I mean. But what I personally think has been shaped with you know, of course, just naturally, naturally, exactly naturally. by so by my identity. So you'll always feel that exactly. There's of. always an element of that just because it's my perspective, just it's my eyes. But I don't go like out of my way. I get, but it's not. But see, now you got me thinking. Like it would be interesting. Like what does it mean? Like is there a difference between what a white girl considers to be vain, what a first generation Latina girl means to be vain? You know what an African American girl considers to be vain yeah. or participate in vanity? Because we all participate in vanity to a certain degree. And, well, and then, I mean, and vanity is all different types of things. Right. Exactly. You know? like vanity could be like as as. Say you have a, a strict skin regimen that you do every night, you know, you wash your face with this and you put this in and like that to a certain degree is vanity. But it's yeah. not like unhealthy vanity, I would say. I can think it gets unhealthy when it's like, I want to like cut off a rib and use that to like draw, accent my jaw. You know what I mean? Like yeah. suck your own dick like Marilyn Manson. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? He was there. Um, or the people <laughs> that you constantly watch doing selfies. Right. Exactly. You know, exactly. Like, when, all right. You know. 
stuff like that, I would say, is a lot more harmful than just a skin regimen or something. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, absolutely. That, yeah, when you can't, uh, or, or your uh, your social, your uh, internet life, like your yeah. what your Instagram looks like. You know, and your only sense your to get validation is by yeah. posting a selfie and getting thousands of likes. Like yeah. that, if that genuinely makes you feel good and that's your only way of feeling good, then that you got some bigger problems. Yeah. Right? yeah. Make sure you guys like and subscribe. Make sure you like all my photographs. Thank you. Uh, so far, <laughs> I do not feel right. <laughs> Please follow uh, me because we need this. <laughs> I need this. Subscribe too, huh? Huh? Subscribe. I'm subscribed. Yeah. Okay. I subscribe to all you of it. You better be. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna start. Re- that was gonna be rant corner number two right here. You're Sam's <laughs> best man. You don't remember you were at the wedding. Um, I like that you have a good perspective in the sense of like, oh, I'm a firstborn or, you know, a, a first generation Mexican-American. Um, he likes that you're an educated Mexican. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I we, we hang out. <laughs> we hang out at La Cita every yeah. Friday. <laughs> um, <laughs> every Friday and Saturday night. With like everything that's happening right now, you know, as far as like the wall and, mm-hmm. and, and all, everything, all of everything. Um, and you, you being first generation is you were born here, right? Yes, I was born here. Mom and dad shit, came, already made it. Yeah, did mom and dad come over here? Correct. They they immigrated here in the mid eighties. Through the correct process though. No, no, no. They, they illegally crossed okay, here. Okay, cool. And then That's eventually, the correct way though. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and they didn't get caught. Fuck it, like I'm And then I think it was thanks to that. um Reagan's amnesty. So if I called them okay. right now? Huh? If I call that Miguel on you right now, I think it papers? is. No, papers? he was born. Here. I was born. He's good. Oh yeah, he's no, I, I still papers. want to see. You got papers? Yeah, you got papers. It's, <laughs> you got papers. it's, it's, it's a papers. birth certificate. Yeah, they give you that shit right then and there. Yeah, yeah, it's not anything different. Or, or it does. Um, do you did, do you know any like? Did they tell you about the 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 trek? Uh, how how that was? Yeah, uh, they told my mom has her own story. My dad has her own story. Their own story. They oh, so they, they got here separately. Yeah, they met here. They actually oh. met in L.A. at an adult English class. Wow! Yes. Shut the fuck I up. Swear God, yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's fucking cool. Yeah, that's way cool. And yeah. so they both came over here from separate places and yes. then met here. Yes. Where did did anything crazy happen while they was out there? Um, while they were where? While they were crossing? While they were traveling across? with the coyotes? Oh no! I think my dad. The craziest thing is they hid him in like you know like those big diesel trucks. Yeah. yeah. You know how like you pull the 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 hood forward. Yeah. Yeah. So there is like enough space Stop. on the side. Like by the engine, right? But like <gasps> on the side, like there's enough space for you to just kind of like crouch. And he just crouched he in like there while they drove the, the engine. Yeah, he just like he was just in the fucking Fuck. car. Yeah. How hot was that? Huh? That must have been hot as oh, shit. I mean, he can tell you all that. Sir. He wanted to get to. Hey, we might have him, bro. If he's down, I, I'd be down. <laughs> yeah. And that's perfect. I'm so because that's literally what I was gonna ask. I just and and uh, not just that. Like if there were any stories from them. Because again, you're first generation here. You were mm-hmm. born here. You don't have stories of your own. And I've talked to other people who've done so. But that's how we got thing. back from Mexico this trip. Yeah, uh, I came in there in the truck. <laughs> you save like a bundle. Did. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, check these burns out. Yeah. I think I got these sick burns. Yeah, fuck Delta. Uh, do you feel like what's going on is unjust? Like, like uh, I mean, I guess give me a little overview as, Wait, as what's a, going on politically? As a fellow Latino. Um, Boy, where to start? I mean. Well, I mean, do you think the nation of America should have secure borders as, um, a, as a country? As a country, yeah. I think it, I think it makes sense to want to protect your country because you – Right. I think you – politics aside, you protect things you love, right? You protect things right. that you, you care about. You have a wall around your fence. You have, you have a fence and a wall around your property. Right, 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 right. But the wall is not about that right now. I think no, the no. wall is symbolic of a, of a greater topic in America right now, which is – 
that I feel that the rhetoric that the president has had over the last years of his presidency have emboldened, yeah. you know, um, people who are racist, people who do think that this country only belongs to a certain he kind fuels, of people, white he, people. He sort of, he, sort of, he definitely fuels people's a hundred percent. The fact that he just wouldn't outright um, disassociate himself from a Klansman, you know what I mean? It's yeah. kind of like. He's kind of giving them a pass, you know what I mean? So it's—I right. it, don't know if you guys got an opportunity to see Black uh, Klansmen. No, 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 no. It's actually pretty cool. I saw the, the documentary that it was based on. It's really guy. cool in the sense that he was able to, like, in the movie, in like, kind of, um, put in the same kind of rhetoric that we're hearing now in the context of back then, and it's mm -hmm. like it's in, amazing how it hasn't really changed, or like how you can see it. I mean, it's the same. In it's the, the same thing. Are, you know, they did the same. Exactly. They did it to the Japanese. They did it to the blacks. They'll do it to the Mexicans. Right. You know, and eventually it'll be the white people who are on that. But see, again, and and this is the thing people forget is that every nation has done this. Right. It, it's not. This is not just an American problem. That's that's the problem. Is that it's this is a human problem. Mm -hmm. Like the Japanese attacking the Chinese. You but know. you think once they're there, they're at the wall. We have everything sort of set up. I mean, do you? I guess for me as another Latino, mm -hmm. you know, and I hear this constantly from from my other friends who we we sort of discuss because I felt I I feel personally like I've fallen off the mm -hmm. Hispanic train in that sense. Like mm -hmm. you know, I I don't. He's hung out home. with too many white people. Yeah. I don't live at home with my mom. You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't my family isn't close enough to where I'm you know there every day speaking Spanish. Like you know, and there isn't like a lot of understanding of the culture. Me personally, you right. know what I mean? And it's definitely. But I think it's. I, it's tricky because the vast majority of the people who are trying to get into this country are not the ones that he depicts. And it's not drug sure. lords. It's not rapists. Yeah. It's not bad people. It's not criminals. It's people who know that they can have a better life in this country. You know what I mean? And is there, should we have an easier, more efficient way of processing these individuals legally into this country? Absolutely. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know? But I don't know if y'all ever been hungry. Because if you get hungry enough, you'll do whatever it takes to feed your family. You For know sure. what I'm saying? So yeah, I mean, like, I'm definitely not saying anybody should get hurt down there. Right. Anybody should, you know. But I mean, I think I think there should be a, a, an orderly. All right, everybody, get in line. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because because the way your parents did it, they got in. Yeah, they'd have gotten caught. They, but they no would, Alfonso, if they would have back, if they would have gotten caught, they would just send him back and they would try it again. Because back they, then it was a lot easier. They would have never had you, homie. They would have right, never right, right. met. They would have, you know what I mean? So 100%. it's like they took that risk. It paid off. Thank God. Mm -hmm. Like me, I'm coming from a point where my mom got married to someone and I got adopted. I just, mm -hmm. you know, I'm I'm Gucci about it. So for both of us, I guess on our side, we're already here. We're not really yeah. coming from an object where we were like, yo, I remember Mexico. I remember Colombia. Right. I mean, I remember a little bit of Colombia, um, but like. You know, we're we're not seeing it objectively from that point. Mm -hmm. So I guess, do you and your parents, do you guys sort of resonate on the same wave? Like when it comes, do you guys talk about it down there? Like, uh, do my parents about, and I would generally just have a conversation? About like, have you guys had a politically fueled or at least a conversation about those things? And like, how you do they stand feel different from them? Like, yeah, how did how do they feel? And and do you guys, you know, are you standing from a point of hey, you know, they everybody has to run through the the way they did it, mm -hmm. or are you like, well, you guys snuck in? They should be. Like, where are you coming from on that end? No, I think my parents don't don't understand like the the full extent of like the political side of all of it all. All they see is kind of or the way the way they receive it is very emotional. I feel it's more about the imagery of separating families and having kids mm -hmm. locked up in cages and that, mm -hmm. and then the despicable efforts that the government has tried to reconnect and like not even being able to reconnect kids with their families. So they see that and they don't even want to 
try to understand why it's happening. They're just so saddened by the fact that it is happening, that we've gotten, that we're in a country that is even allowing this. You know what I mean? So me trying to explain to them like, well, it's because of this, this and that, or this is what, I mean, not that to justify them in any way, but yeah, just to explain course. to them is not really something they want to delve into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Cause you know, it's not going to get anywhere. It's not exactly. going to get anywhere, making them understand. And, and it's, it's, they're older, but, um, well, that's cool. I uh, I just wanted to pick your brain a little bit on that. You know what I mean? Because because uh, it's it's an interesting. You know, you have to be in a certain view to see that, and you have to to, to be able to sort of understand it. And so, you and people, mean, and just so people know, it's like well, Arizona and here too. We're border border states, like mm-hmm. so we we deal with a lot of that. You know, we see a lot of Me- you know Mexicans and mm-hmm. immigrants and stuff like that. So. Um, it's it pertains like because people can talk about it in their fucking in the north or midwest or whatever like, right fucking our borders this and that are terrible terrorists are coming in it's like no, no. you it's mentioned black klansmen mm-hmm. um what's some other movies some other stuff that you're really into right now that you've been i saw black klansmen um i saw dude have you seen the sisters brothers no but i've heard nothing but good things about it's it fucking amazing i really liked it that's the one with John C. Riley. Yes, yeah. John C. Riley. Yeah, dude, you really should check that one out because it was it was uh, not what I expected. Yeah, and like honestly, you know, writing and everything like that, you can kind of tell what's going to happen next, mm-hmm. and you can kind of be like, oh, okay, this is the part where every fucking corner was like, what, what, you know. So you got to check it out, man. It was a good time. Definitely check it out. But yeah, man. So what's up? What is up? I don't know, man. Trying to level up. <laughs> You're what? Trying to level up. Trying to either sell a script, get get something going. So this book, what stage do you guys have the pictures? Yes, we're working on the pictures as we speak. We and have we have how's a. How's the format going to be? Because like you know, you could put a picture with like writing underneath and like. Yeah, yeah. We we pictures. have this book. It's actually going to be around. Um, I forget the dimensions exactly, but it's going to be rectangle shaped, kind of long ways, and then the photographs will be going in this way right mm-hmm. so it's going to be divided by photographer there's three photographers and at the beginning of each photographer section we're going to have our own personal uh thesis right yeah. about what it is we consider vanity to be and how we de- decided to kind of like execute that through our photographs okay nice yeah but Very aside cool. from that i mean now now that i'm kind of focused on that particular aspect of the photography i feel like i'm making more time for writing again and yeah just trying to get it's back just into catching that. up you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like uh, now you got your sea legs now. Yeah. You know what I mean? You kind of know how to pop the film in and how long it's going to take you. Correct. You know what's correct. working a little bit better. And so now you can kind of get back to your to your original love. Yeah. The inked, the inked lady on the white on the white lines. I don't know. <laughs> something good. You and I bonded over Gabriel Garcia Marquez when we first met. Mm-hmm. Um, have you read anything recently? Is there anything good? Uh, that of his? No, of anything in general. What do you do? You do? Oh, of anything in general? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I started reading a lot of John Updike recently. He um he's an American uh, author, writer, uh, very popular like during mid century, well into like twentieth century writer essentially. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker, motherfucker has a vocabulary. Oh yeah, he's got like these crazy sentences, but they are so beautifully written and like the way he describes something. Like if you want to get a good taste of what his style is read the opening paragraph for his short story twin beds in rome twin beds in rome yeah it's about this couple the maples uh he basically created this couple uh so that he could explore these like 
subjects about what it's like to be in a relationship. Bro, you love that shit. I, I cannot. Love. Oh, I've missed this uh, so wait. much. You just uh. bring. You bring. You know when you. You know what you remind me of when you talk about shit like that. What do I bro? remind like, you of, Brian? Like, bro? You remind me of like. My 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 mommy Dora making hot chocolate <laughs> Sunday mornings like and just like the arepas are made and like everybody's just hanging yeah. out and 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 it's just like that warm like and you're like bro nothing's that nice like nothing's <laughs> ever this nice like there's no this you were never because and but yeah every time you're like yeah man and it's just it's just like a really cool way and I was in like the part of me over here I'm like. And then they were spies, right? And like they, he's like, nah, it's about being in a relationship, dog. And I'm, like, ah, ah, I'm like the greatest adventure of all. Like, like this isn't cool. And, oh, but it's just, it's always. I just want you to know, dog. Just you know. So it, wait, he, he he created these characters to explore. Exactly. Like I'll give you an example. Have them. Just so he can have this, like, the set of characters that he can kind of, like, go back to whenever he wanted to talk about another subject about what it meant to be in a relationship. But he had them progress over time. Like, he had them when they were first living together. Like, what a marriage was like. How it started falling apart. Like, what it meant. Was like, he taking pauses in between? Yes. He, was, yeah, he would see, take that's pauses. Cool. So, yeah. like, I have so a collection. Living characters. Exactly. Because yeah. exactly. So, what the book that I'm reading, it's just all their stories. And okay. it's just in chronological order. And you get to see them progress, you know, over time. Like... One of the first stories, for example, they had just moved into New York, and it's him and his girlfriend, right, and um, or his wife, and they uh, they met a neighbor when they were moving in, so they invited the neighbor over for a drink, you know, nice. and, and so it's recent. just oh, right, yeah. right, and so and so they're entertaining, but the way uh, uh, John Updike describes it, it's like. Um, the nuances of the relationship, right? Like the the little comments and gestures that the wife does to like kind of that are very condescending and almost kind of like make him feel less than yeah. you to, know, the guy? To, the, were, to the husband. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And how it's attacking his manhood in a way. And was the visitor a man? The visitor was a woman. Okay. Right. Oh. And so, and then they're all chatting it up and um, the, the husband character is just being polite and, and hosting and things like that. And, and they're having a conversation, but simultaneously, like you're kind of learning how they're judging each other a little bit. Interesting. And so it's and like a, a study of human behavior. Exactly. Almost. But then, but or then their he, relationship. Right. right. But then here's, a, here's, here's where the story gets good. Like uh, she has to go. Right. And he, the polite thing to do in those times would be like to walk her home. And so the wife is like, please walk her home. Make sure she gets home safe. Right. So the husband character goes and he walks her home. And the whole time the, the guest, the lady is like dropping hints, like flirting with him. Like, Trying to get a little bit trying of Trying to get a little bit, yeah, exactly. And she's like, you know, it's like, this is my building, this is my window. Like, oh, when the light is on, you yeah. know I'm you know I'm home, right? This is my keyhole. Right. And so key. then he like walks and he's she's like, please, like she's like, you please like walk me up. Come, in, come, come, come on in. in. You don't know what'll happen on these Right, stairs. exactly. And so like he 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 knows that every step of the way, like this is, is he's pushing it, this right? He shouldn't be doing these things. Playing with but fire. but we also know that the, his wife has been super mean and like super condescending, and so like Ooh, this is this gives you this insight. Like this is maybe he's doing this in order to regain that sense of manhood that his wife was taking away from him, right? Cheater's and so cheat, you know, and so he gets to the very top, and she's just like, "Do you want to come inside?" Do it, and do he's it. just like, "No, I'm good." Right? I know, and then he goes back home, but he's just, but he tells himself on the way back down, he's like. I could have. Hey, you know what I mean. And it's like that's did, almost all a man really wants, right? Did, did you? Did you should you should have her read that? Oh no, she's like, <laughs> I'm like I hide it underneath the cup. Uh, <laughs> it's like underneath like, the mattress. Yeah, I hide it right under the Sears then, uh, the Sears magazine. <laughs> and then at the at uh, at the page after that line, right in your handwriting, I could have. I could. Ooh, have. Ooh exactly. that's scary. And then so it turns little out she's stories like that. every time she pisses you off, <laughs> just give her that book. Yeah. I could could have. Have. 
Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. That sounds. Stuff what like was that. the author's name again? Uh, John Updike. John what? Updike. John Updike. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's something I'm gonna have to check Super out. boring. Super boring stuff. But that's no. I no mean, aliens, it, no guns. Yeah. No, that, nobody dying. But that's what I'm saying. Like, there's something about it, and like, and that's why I appreciate guys like uh, Marquez and like. Um, uh, the the guy who drew, wrote the Pale King, mm-hmm. or the uh, that's uh, David Foster Wallace. Exactly, like like you said, there's a lot of vocabulary which is cool. I love vocabulary words of the tits. Like, but like it takes like a like you got to be at it. Like you got to. If you want to get into David Foster Wallace, I recommend uh, brief interviews with hideous men. Oh really? It's a short, it's essentially a compilation of short stories. Amazing. I was gonna read um, Infinite Jest after I wrote the pale. Dude, good luck on that thing. It's like it's a beast, <laughs> it's isn't huge. it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that and I was gonna redo Harry Potter. Oh, of course. Redo Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. dog. I'd be. I, I he did him. He did him once. He wants oh, to go I have back to do for that seconds. Too. Um, but uh, as uh, let's talk. Uh, let's talk technology. Do you Ooh. have a, a huge fear of AI? Of AI? Yeah, I have a huge fear of Momo. Have you heard of Momo? No. <laughs> I can't believe these people are falling for old oh. fucking memes. Like old fucking shit. Slenderman. Oh Momo. my god. They're still these going are, on Slenderman? So yeah, these are just. Fill him in on Momo. You know what Momo? Momo's just a picture of a fucking hawk face. A rooster lip. Oh, rooster I saw lip. that. Yeah. <laughs> Rooster lip. <laughs> no, I, I, saw, I, I know. I saw the picture. Yeah, Momo's yeah. just a meme. She's like Slenderman. Like yeah. she's supposed yeah. to. She, it's just like another. It's like but supposedly kids are like thing. hurting themselves or like hurting others. Like trying to convince you to kill yourself. Like it's so like the blue stupid. whale game that they were playing in Denmark. Like it's just, it's just people trying to convince stupid people to do things. Like which is cool if you're stupid, do it. Like don't get me wrong. Like it's just. Who falls for that? I don't know. Train probably the same people who fall be. for probably Train the same people better. who fall for Firefest. Do you know what I mean? Well, <laughs> or it's like I that guess. that uh, Reddit thing or 4chan thing where they're like, "Oh no, let your menstrual cycles flow," you know, for yeah. for empowerment of women. And mm-hmm. it was just a bunch of dudes that came up with this thing. Baller, they're <laughs> so, so wild. So, so it was a bunch of women just letting vultures. Um, like robots and shit. Uh, we 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 may not see it to the level I'm talking about in our lifetime, but mm-hmm. would you feel comfortable with like a machine that was like sentient in your house, like with your family? That's not going to happen in a long time. Just brain power. Um. I don't know, do, do you? I follow uh, Boston Dynamics. You know Boston Dynamics. Yeah, so, yeah. So Boston Dynamics is one of the leading companies in robot manufacturing and like in artificial intelligence. Yeah, they kick the robots. Yeah, they, it's so funny. They're so yeah, mean. They're, the they're so mean to the these robots, fucking robots, right? That's why they're going to rebel because you guys were fucking mean when you were designing video, that yeah. on some like, old YouTube yeah. and be like, wait a second, right? Yeah, yeah. They're going to go back and watch all those YouTube videos. This is our ancestors. We knew it. This is what they had to put up. Where are my balls, Summers? Where are my balls, Boston Dynamic? Um, but we I, I, are not them. I guess yeah. We, <laughs> we are not, are not them. them. <laughs> oh no, we have to slow down. <laughs> he said, "Oh well, at least I didn't crap my pants." No, you no, did. That's the, you did that one thing. thing. It got over your mouth and your hair. It's, it got everywhere. It's everywhere. It's a mess back there, morning. And the girls are like, "Yeah." <laughs> He's like, "Oh." Did you hear about um, post-birth? Uh, Aborted be- fetuses being um, revived so that they can uh, harvest their organs. No, and take fuck, no, I didn't hear about that. Are you down for that? Are you down for stem cell research? So basically, yeah. like an aborted baby comes out, or like they'll tell the mom, like, uh, you know, it's 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 like it's a stillbirth, about, like gonna, a yeah. But we, you know, and then when they take it out of the room, they revive it and fucking take the. Okay, so that's let me unpack all that. 
My understanding of stem cell research mostly came from that's the... Not, no, it's not no, no, cell. that's a different thing. That's oh, that's a different thing. take the little yeah. kids' organs. Oh, then this is easy. That's fucking fucked up. Yeah. yeah but, but the parents... If they're, if the they're parents, reviving it... What if you it, a new Achilles tendon? The parents are told the baby's dead? Yeah. If the yeah. parents are told and the baby's dead and they revive the it, that's fucked up. Yeah. Or, or is it they're, a dead They're told baby. that the baby's dead or it won't have a good way of living. It could die, but if we let it go, it'll be peaceful now or some shit like that. And then the mom's usually like at the thing. Because they need baby organs? No, they use it for uh, so like the uh, organ harvesting. Right, right, but I mean, what? They're taking baby organs and yeah, 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 yeah. What, and then doing? I guess putting they're doing into other babies. With, huh? Are they putting it into other babies? No, 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 no. So like they'll make organs for other people. So they'll take the baby organs and they'll put them in vats and they'll grow them. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about the vats, but they take baby organs. Because I'm thinking a whole bunch of sick babies that are getting baby organs. They're making <laughs> humanoid pig people, apparently. So. Why don't they just? That's crazy. That's weird. That Cause, sounds because it sounds like like a. Way I don't know. Worse I just heard this from go, Alex Jones. Uh, way worse to go I don't about. Trust anything else. Well, no, no, no. But then they, they then. I'm starting not to trust anything. But then they were looking. <laughs> then they were talking. They were, they went over to the senator who's in front of a press conference talking about people yeah. like, like no 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 we just take the babies and and like we the mother knows and we we explain to the mother like. You know, like, like, hey, your baby's dead, and yeah. then they they're like, cool, and, and when it leaves they take the room, the baby back, so they have the ability to bring that baby back. Yeah, but it not in any form of like well living because oh. their brain's been dead or whatever. But they revive it. Okay, I mean, here's what I was thinking. I was thinking it still taking, feels pain. Healthy pain is a, is a real thing, even if you're not all there. Right, but they're taking healthy babies, and then they're telling the mom. Hey, the they, baby's I dead. I think they might have to have something a little wrong with them. See, I'm... I'm well, we all got something. Hey, we all got something wrong with us, but, you know what I mean? Like, that's... A, I don't know, like... Yeah, I don't like that. I don't know. I mean, I, my, I would be like, no, if, you were, if they were taking healthy babies and they were lying to the moms and going, your baby died, and then they're taking healthy babies. Essentially, and in technicality terms, yes, that's what they're doing. But if they're saying, hey, your baby came out, and they're like, fine... And they go, oh, no. No, 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 no. But, you know, we'll put him down right now. And then, like you said, she's all doped the fuck yeah. up. And she's like, oh, well, with my baby. And they're like, all right, cool. You know, not that I'm saying everybody's going to be doped I guess they're there at some decision-making point. And, I think it's fine. But, and, but I think they're coerced. And I, and I heard a lot of places, uh, a lot of doctors uh, push this agenda of like. But why don't they just use, like, stem cell research? Because, I mean, stem cell research, don't they get this, the... The clean stem cells from like the umbilical cords, the umbilical cords. And, and right? The, yeah, but the, then that's the that's on, under the consent of the mother as well, I believe. Right? Yeah, but there's no, there, there's no organs; it's just a stem right. cell. Right, but, but you but right, but you can use those stem cells to oh, grow. Oh, they may not have gotten to that level of doing. I that, think they though. can. Then they, they they cloned a a, a, a sheep, a baby sheep. Oh, they did do that. Well, yeah, yeah they did all that, but I think now they're actually trying to clone humanoids with either cow or pig DNA because the cows have big enough stomachs. For the humanoid to, because like they, they couldn't do it with rats, you know what I mean. Right. But a cow has has a big enough um, uterus, um, uterus and all that shit sac for right, right, right. for humanoid humanoid fetus. Cow that's fetus that's see, the idea of clones kind of fascinates me. More yeah. so than more so than like artificial intelligence. Would you have your own clone? Imagine. Yeah. Well, like would that you, one movie you? where you have your clone until you need an organ, and then you fucking get your clone killed. Right. What movie was that? That was the one with uh, the dude from Train Spotting. Oh was, yeah, the island. Yeah. Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nobody. Did you? Do you remember that? No. I never saw it. That was back in two thousand five or something. It was like with some weird future, but they're all underground and it's like 
and everybody it's kind of like that black mirror episode where everybody's running underground and they don't understand why yeah they're it's on just like a group of people who are on an island and they're going through random steps and they play a lottery every day and nobody understands everyone wants to win this lottery so that they can leave and then they see videos of people who are at the bahamas and they're like i love this was great and everything turns out that the island is just a giant lab where clones are built and they're saved there for famous people and when something goes wrong with a famous person they get their organs taken out and put in there. yeah they win the lottery they that's leave, the lottery and then they're harvested and so obi-wan kenobi finds out and he takes homegirl no well what's his name who plays obi-wan kenobi uh, oh, the black guy no no no, no. well the no, black no. guy obi-wan kenobi the guy with blue lightsaber he played young obi-wan kenobi yeah he was in train spotting oh i'm matthew Ma uh, mcgregor uh no you and mcgregor you and mcgregor takes scarlett johansson i think so yeah and they book it from the island and they meet steve buscemi and they're running and it turns out he's like a famous politician and yeah, that was, I mean that's a really brief overview. But uh, but that was the twist. You, it was like, oh, we're not, we're being harvested for organs. And but you, do clones scare you? You're saying that like a clone scares you? Yeah, like I actually started uh, thinking of a story uh, where where someone accidentally creates a clone of themselves or something to that effect, mm -hmm. and what the natural progression, like what would you gen want genuinely do? I'd blow myself if you discovered. You had a clone. I'd blow myself. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, like did I make the clone, or did somebody make a clone for me? Like, you made the clone accidentally. Just, yeah, like Remember? a tub, like yeah. old school science style, and then a drop of blood fell in. And right, right, right. It's just then I came something out of the stupid. Mock. Yeah, exactly. Am I fully grown? You're fully grown. You're My you. Age. You're you. I mean, You're your own age. Yeah. So I've carbon copied myself. Carbon copy of yourself. But yes. what if you're confused now? What if the clone thinks he's you? Right. Like for real. Yeah. You yeah. both. You both genuinely think you're Brian. Ooh. Exactly right. So it's just so like, then it's a fight to the so death. So what's the, the real what's Brian the natural wins. progression of that? So like that's what I'm kind of working on right now. Yeah, that'd be very cool. Yeah, and that, that that's always something that you wonder because it's not like you guys are coming out thinking the same. It's just classic sci-fi, right? Yeah, well, no, you guys. He comes out thinking the same exact thing till that moment, and then you guys have two separate lives, like multiplicity. And then he would come out and he would just be like, whoa, and he would just kind of go about his own thing. Yeah, like, remember multiplicity? Yeah, I do remember multiplicity. Yeah. No, that's crazy. Like I guess clones. Anyway. Yeah. I guess we're closer to clones than we are to AI. I think so. Right? I'm writing a story right now where this uh, dude pops up in his, uh, in his past, in a kid's body. His 40-year-old 40, 40 brain and a 12-year-old body. And he's, like, using his remembering, like, big, like, events. As, to like, kill bets. it with the ladies. Like a reverse big? Oh. No, because in big, the timeline doesn't change. He wakes up in 1993. Oh. One day, one day he's down and out. Forty year old owes a bunch of money. People are after him. He's a junkie. What is that like? That's like, uh, yeah. And the dude like gets to go back and he like he like relives his whole life all over again. Uh, Think about Jumanji. Nah, not, <laughs> not that one. Did it's, someone it's, die? No, it's like one of those thirteen on thirty movies or uh, or, or uh, seventeen yeah. again. Something like that. Seventeen again oh, with Zac yeah. Efron. Yeah, that was one that was recent. Zac Efron and uh, Chandler Bing. Chandler Bing. And Chandler yeah, this goes, one's a little Matthew more Perry. serious. He goes back in time. His life's all shit and everything. And, and he's like, God, I wish I got to go back. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. That's what that sounds like. Yeah, except this is a 12-year-old who goes and bets in underground black markets and smokes cigarettes. It sounds like a Sammy movie. Yeah. Like, like Jack, but in a 12-year-old's body. <laughs> uh, the Robin Williams. Like Jack is way darker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
it's like big but dark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that oh, was Jack, huh? Well, that's that's was what it Bill Cosby. That, that's Jack? what Save the Cat does. He tells you to like take a comedy and what would it look like as a drama or what it would a drama look like. As oh a comedy. yeah, that's what the book tells. I like that. I like the book. Like I said, I just started it. Like it's it's interesting. Like in all those methods, those like story t- because him and Harmon base it off of Campbell, Joseph Campbell's shit, mm-hmm. which I haven't had a chance to actually sit down and read one of his like. You know, story of the hero. You know what I mean, like the hero's journey yeah. and all that stuff. It's basic stuff, though. You know what I mean. Like it is take, pretty you, basic. You take stuff. a person, you put them in a ch- in a tree, you throw shit at them, you take them down. Like yeah. it, you know, but it's so interesting. It's so cool. Like I said, I can't believe that we haven't. We're so close. Kind of, you know what I mean. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it should be a little bit more on the nose, a little bit more more dedicated when it comes to to stuff like that. Hundred percent. Um, I've been listening to a lot of uh. Of murder podcasts, really like, like mystery, crime. like murder mystery kind of stuff. Yeah, like true crime <clears throat> shit. One, my favorite murder, where two chicks talk about their favorite murders, and and they're going, they're going about that. Uh, my question for you is: Do are you are you a true crime guy? Do you like do you like death? I How like, do you feel about death? I like uh, which was there? Like Hi, you as a poet, <coughs> give me give me a quick quick. What, what what's death gonna be like for you? you oh, think? death is it, death is such an interesting topic. I feel. It's. I think it's something that it's normal to think about, because it's just like, well, you know what it feels like to be alive. So what must it be like to die? And the great thing about dying or theorizing what happens after we die is that everyone is right. You know what I mean? And everyone is wrong. Like it's like because we don't know. You know. So that's why religion is kind of like really silly to me that it's like, oh well, this is definitely what happens. It's like, well, how do you know, right? Right. It's really what you choose to believe. I feel as as I'm sure a lot of hip kids do these days. Or everybody is gonna fucking deal with right 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 you think there'd be any merit in living for more than 100 years uh yeah i probably 100 would be fine <laughs> i think i could think even well, maybe like 150 though. well because the thing with death is that it gives us value yeah. like it gives this moment value because we're aging and we're gonna die if we never died then the present moment wouldn't have any value it would just be like it would, just be, it would just be another moment of an infinite moment that we're always going to live. But the fact that we die gives our gives our time here value. Yeah, you yeah. know, I could say that. I mean, I think uh, because I've just been hearing it so much, you know, and it's getting, getting drilled into my brain and and how many how many uh, murders there really are. You know, what I'm saying on like a regular basis, like uh, how how. Uh, when you get into those sort of like bouts of depression or like you're really feeling down on yourself or something like that, how do you how do you counteract that? Like how do you how do you counteract the abyss? How do I counteract the abyss? Um, yeah, right. It's still, it's still a thing called drugs. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I just I tried it. So I I also uh, recently on audiobook listened to a book called The Power of Habit. Okay. And uh, it talks about uh, small wins and how when you set up your routine with like a series of small wins, like say you want to, I'm going to wake up early tomorrow and make my bed after I shower. You know what I mean? As insignificant as that sounds, like doing those, those things, accomplishing those, those small things makes your, makes your brain, tricks your brain into thinking like that you're already on a better path, that you're already more successful, that you're already winning. And it kind of changes your whole mood and your whole perspective. So when I, when I feel like I'm in the abyss, I find it's usually because I, I'm an, I uh, am lacking control in a lot of things, and I, I just feel helpless. So to get me back on track, I start 
I set myself up with small wins. I'll be like, okay, it's your day off tomorrow. You know, Dude, make it make it on time to the podcast. You know, have a great podcast after that. Which you did, by the way. I'd like to say yeah. there was it was no Alfonso time. It was twelve twenty three when you called me and you were like, or when you texted me and you were like, I'm parking. And I was like, well, shit. I was like, we're in it now. Like, yeah. So I I definitely see that. Yeah. So that's what I do. I mean, like I said earlier when we were talking. uh I'm 32 now. I just turned 32. So this year, I'm trying to make better choices. That was my whole thing for this year. Be a better year. version of yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, it's just, I, I'm not drinking as much as I used to, like, when we used to hang out. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not drinking as much. I'm not uh, abusing my body as much. Right. I'm uh, trying to drink. Simple things like just drink more water, you know, like, eat better, you know. Yeah. Go go work out, you know, Maybe three times a beer. week. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, like, I'm, I, I'm proud to say that you know i'm not perfect but i've been how's your workout going it's going good it's actually i do so i do saturday sunday and mondays and then uh, i'm starting to put in wednesday in that mix as well nice. Nice. so i go work out with my coworkers because like the gym is literally right upstairs yeah, yeah, yeah so I I remember. yeah you remember yeah, yeah so we literally i have like celia bought me this gym bag and i just threw all oh. my clothes in there and i throw it in the car i'm like i have no excuse not to go right and, I've been, there, and so. I've been going, yeah. And it's like I always, like, because we go at 7 and it's like around 5.30. I'm just like, oh, I don't want to go. But then, like, 6.59 rolls around and then he, my my coworkers are like, get ready. We got to go. And then yeah. I get ready. And then once I'm there, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm you glad I came. Step into the gym. It's, you, you got it. That's yeah. like 99% of it. Now you just got to finish it. Exactly. exactly. And commit all the way to and actually. Dude, honestly, half the time, like, I'm driving to the gym and I'm just like, oh. Yeah. You walk in, and you're like, okay, okay, okay yeah. Here go. That's the way it usually works with a lot of stuff, though. I feel like it is. Yeah. Yeah. It really Unless is. You're like 100 percent about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Some days like, I'm hyped. I'm like, Fuck, yeah, this. exactly. Yeah, there, sometimes it's just on point, you know. But it's like getting out of bed, like you said, the small victories and taking those small wins and changing them and then compounding them, and making big wins. Yeah. Like, oh, it didn't wins, burn when I peed. I'm rolling that all together. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's pretty cool, man. Um, do you have any personal heroes? Uh, anybody that you kind of look up to? Anybody that you feel like has uh, kind of molded you to this Brian point? Brian Tassara is one of my biggest heroes. Tell him, bro, louder! <laughs> um, Other than your parents, because obviously your parents play a big part in your life. Um, heroes, heroes. Michael Buble. Michael Buble. You know what I mean? I, I, uh, I was listening to, well, I've been listening also to uh, Bossy Pants by Tina Fey. Mm-hmm. She is so cool. Okay. I think Tina Fey is awesome. Yeah, Tina, if you're listening to this, no, Tina Fey <laughs> is definitely not listening to this. It's uh, Brian, uh, Tina Fey, <laughs> yeah. uh, Bill Cosby, uh, you know. No, um, um, I don't know. I think uh, I've always been a good person, person to look up to. Yeah. She's, Tina, for sure. Yeah. She, she tells her whole story as to how she got started and how she made a test. And now, like, she's an incredibly hard worker. She yeah. had literally, she was pregnant, writing the show, or had a baby. She was still on the show, doing 30 Rock, doing SNL. That's and next it was, level. Like, crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know I who's don't want that success, right? <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, you know who's trying to make, who's making a comeback or trying to at least a little bit is Louis Louis C K. Yeah, yeah, poking his head out again. You know, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean he's. I've not really been a big Louis fan. No, not, not, I mean even before that. If anything, I had more respect for him after he did that because I was like, yeah, got balls like to come out there and just be like, yeah, I did it. Yeah, I whipped my dick out and I started rubbing it in front of him like. Shit, no shame. Like that's pretty cool. Like you know, before then I really wasn't about his comedy. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that's it. Tina Fey and Louis. How do you feel? I think it's like, funny because I really admire comedians. 
Yeah, yeah dude, see, uh, fucking that Steven, fucking what's his face, killed himself? Hey, Brody. Hey, Brody. Brody Stevens. Brody Stevens? Yeah, yeah, he was a closer um, at the comedy store. He was, like, there oh. all the time. He was stapled, everybody's friend. Oh, shit. And uh, I, I guess he was off his meds. But then he marked himself. Damn. Yep. Hey, man, sometimes, you know. himself, unlike, just like fucking the other dude who put a noose around his own neck and then said he fucking got attacked. Oh, Smollett. Jesse, Jesse, whatever. Smollett. Oh, yeah. From, uh, Dude, I heard he showed up to the door for the cops with the noose still around his neck. What a gangster. Like, an hour later. Yeah, that's some John Benet Ramsey shit when they call the cops and they're, they're playing around. Like, that's yeah. goofy. Don't show up still with the, like, you, you could have, like, this, is the, this was the noose. Don't be like, hey, look, <laughs> an hour you know later. You know what's one of the craziest stories I've heard recently? Do you guys ever watch KTLA? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So there's an anchor his he who's dead now, but he was his name was Chris Burrows, and they found him dead in an apart in a, in a hotel on December 27th of last year, and they finally disclosed what happened. I saw his picture. I didn't read about about it though. What was so it? So he was in this hotel room with another man who he met from Grinder. Okay. And he died. Meth up his asshole. He had meth up his oh, ass. Oh yeah. Yes. He had I meth up his ass and. He had like a latex max, a mask or something like he that. Vomited. So he like vomited and he choked on his own. He just asphyxiated. Oh he has a wife and nine year old daughter. Oh no! It is insane to me. No. I feel bad for two for two reasons. One, that poor wife, and how is she gonna explain that to her daughter? Yeah. Right. Two, it's so sad that he had this whole other life that he felt like he had to. And keep. now it's public. Like, oh my god you know it's like hey dude if you like, like to do meth up your ass with strange men in a hotel room wearing a latex mask do it bro but just don't like but why uh, the meth up the asshole just smoke it I don't it. know dude or do you see that one fucking uh, democrat uh, he, he gives a lot of money who he killed a, a black dude by injecting meth into him they would party yes more than just that's a whole thing though the second one why did he disappear cause like that was a big fucking deal until cause of the money Dude, he, he did that to several. He would seduce these black men and then just fucking kill them, dude. It's horrible. Slowly. That's, that's yeah. like um, that's like get out kind of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, injecting meth and like get out this, was whack. Did you, I, <laughs> but the guy had had like written down like he's like I guess I'm just gonna let him kill me. You know, like he was just like fuck it. All meth the fuck out, yeah. dog. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Some people just, like I said, all that murder point has just taught me is just some people are just down to do wild shit, bro. Like, yeah. they're just down to eat people's heads and just be weird and abduct people. Like, I don't know. Fucking, I don't know. Yeah, I could see how they do it, though. I could see how they I do it. I could see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we've known each other for about two years. Yeah. Um, you know, off and on. Um, is there anything particularly up to this point that you feel, like, uh, like really proud of? Like, um, maybe just... Even if it is as small as just like moving out here from San Bernardino to LA, like uh, yeah, moving definitely. Wasabia, I mean, like uh, maybe maybe something more on the artistic. But is there something that you're like really proud of, like that you've um, done? Yeah, I have to. Uh, yes, I would say that one of the things that I'm very proud of myself right now is that I was able to, you know, get us the apartment in Los Feliz and like I get us the place and furnish it and. I'm on top of the rent. I'm on top of the bills, and I know this sounds kind of lame. No, it's just like no, really this like, is perfect. Like, like this is really adult know, shit. Love. You know what I mean? Shit no, that like everyone. But well, you know, it, coming from coming from San Bernardino, we're like very 
San Bernardino is, a large, is it one of the biggest counties in the entire nation. Yeah. It's also one of the poorest. I think the city filed for bankruptcy a few years ago. And when I was working there back in 2014, one of every four kids was living below the poverty line, which is their family didn't make enough money for like basic shit, like beds, food, right. school supplies, you know, and things like that. So I worked for a nonprofit organization that provided these vital resources to these underprivileged families. But that being said, when you're worried about like where your next meal is going to come from or where if you're ever going to have a bed, it's like the last thing you think about is like what college I'm going to go to, you know, what do I want to study and stuff like that, where it's very difficult to find mentors and stuff like that. So I think I will say that I'm proud of myself for being ambitious, getting out, you know, going to college and moving out to the city and working my ass off and not necessarily moving to the city, but more so the idea of living where I want to live. Moving on up. Yeah, you know what I mean? Being where I want to be, you know, and doing what I want to do. And being in charge of your own decision. Being in charge of my own decision. Being in charge is a big part of it, you know. Yeah, because when you're poor, you're not really in charge of much. Exactly. You know. know? That's cool. And I completely respect that because I feel the exact same way. You know, know, I'm, I'm just to... You know, even with everything that's been happening recently, you know, just the fact that, and it may even sound stupider than than what you may think was stupid, because I don't think it was stupid what you said, but, Mm -hmm. to you know, on my end, just to be able to say those things, and even if it is digging yourself out of a hole that you put yourself in, just to be like... See, like I didn't give up. Like I didn't, I didn't go to the corner. Like I didn't turn around and be like, "Yep, I can't do this anymore." Like you know what I mean? Like you still went all the way through ahead, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I, I respect that. I can, I, hey. I commend that. Good job. Man. That's too bad. If we, well, he'll, we were there. We, <coughs> we, we were on it. 100%. But um, um, but I'm no, that's slowly start rapping. So I got, I got a blood test and doctor to go see. Yeah, no oh, worries. when do you need to be out? Um. Oh shit! It's already about to be three, bro. Minutes. We've been minutes. doing this for one uh, an hour forty-five. Well, I'm trying out that jail thing, so no, we're actually down. Leave it. Fuck it. Yeah, it was a waste of time. It was, it was dumb. <laughs> we have a whole episode about it. So well, only like people who haven't seen the episode need to hear about it so that they can go back to the episode and get the full story. Uh, I have to tell you about it. Out of him. He really didn't want to talk. about it. <laughs> yeah, that, that whole episode was to get talked about it, and, and then I was like, ah, well. Um, it took a minute. So as far as like uh, overall goal, I know we're working on the picture book and mm-hmm. not the picture book, not to say it like that, but the right, album, right. yeah, you know, in itself. Photography book, yeah. You know, evidently, book. yeah, evidently there are like things that are in play for you right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it, what, what are we looking at? Uh, just, just biggest sort of, sort of dream right now to sort of kind of get plugged out of. You know, when we first met, we had a lot of discussions over what we were going to try and do, and mm-hmm. and again, shame on us for not pursuing. You know, you a little bit more, especially considering the distance. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, are they the I same? I didn't realize it was that close. It's very, are they the same close. goals? Is uh, I mean, yeah, similar goals. I mean, just, just it's uh, you know, professionally or rather like uh, my day job, uh, definitely just leveling up on that particular frontier, which is public uh, property management. Not a very sexy kind of industry, but well, I definitely mean, it pays the bills. It pays the bills. But is exactly. it something that you're going to keep juggling for? No, well, that's what I'm saying. Is like I'm doing that, but what I'm you know, aiming for is really kind of uh, working, getting published. Actually, I would say it's definitely, definitely my writing, next big goal. More yeah, focus on the writing. Yes, more focus on writing and definitely getting published uh, is definitely one of my big goals. This I was year. thinking of uh, uh, putting a book together that <clears throat> included all this, like a, a compilation of like you know poetry and little stories and stuff. And I was it was a whole guise of like making one umbrella. Oh, Wu Tanging it. Yeah. 
and then putting it into one book. You guys remember those times? Yeah. We had we, such a good time. We had a we lot. Get, I do want to touch on that a little bit real yeah. quick. Let's pull it back let's to talk, the Let's tackle the, let's the talk subject of abortion. The shore, dog. Let's talk about the abortion that we threw together <laughs> called the fucking... I feel like the experience was one big abortion uh, of the abortion. It wasn't the best part of the abortion. It was the beginning it. when you make the baby. That's exactly. just right at the end when the little homie slapped the leg off and he's like, you want a thigh? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, no. But... So The Shore is a critically acclaimed Academy Award winning feature uh, film. Uh, so all, our, all our interns are, are coming out. Um, and uh, it, it was a short that we threw together. We had most likely a drunken night where uh, Alfonso and I were sitting around and we said, we needed to get something done. We need to do something. Yes. What should we do? And then I was like, you know what we should do, homie? Let's do a story about a guy who knocks a chick up in L.A. Right. And, the, and Alfonso was like, let's rock with it. And he started, took all his sensitivity yeah. and he yanked that out and he do put remember, it on a, on a piece of paper. Do you know what was one of the, most, one of the proudest moments uh, from that whole experience was when Brandy said, she was just like, the only reason I'm doing this is because I read the script and I had so much respect for the word. Shut the that, fuck up. Yeah, do you remember really? that? Really? Yeah. That was us. That was us. And I was like, we wrote that. Oh, my God. And I remember when we first showed it to you, and we were like, this is what we're going to be doing. Like, And you were like, huh. And you're like, ah. And then like two seconds later, you just got it all sketched out. Yeah, and then we had it sketched out, and we found Brandy. And God bless her. I can't. I, did, I, I hope we got that footage to her. Steven has all the, the footage yeah. that we have. I don't know. I have a little bit of footage, not anything that's usable for her. But I mean, that was so fucking long ago. And then, yeah. and yeah, and so we took it upon ourselves, and, and we fucking, we shot at the beach, and we shot at some taco shops, and we did this. It was fun. This, it was, it was a great, great experience. It was, it was so much fun to step out literally step off the plane so to speak and just like jump into it and just yeah. be like yo like this is what we're here to do like let's let's try and do it and so um i think for me uh as part of our history so to speak i'm, I'm very proud of that moment i wish we could keep doing um, more of those well you know we i mean uh, i mean we're, we're i mean we're we're two-man team you know now yeah. maybe a three-man team with sort of the distance um, but I mean, it, it, you know, we just, we have to do it. I keep on telling him, you know, I'm like, because he's always had more of a knack of the writing than I have. I'm yeah. like, let's try and write. And that's why I wanted this writing competition so we can push us to push each other. Mm -hmm. And I was like, but let's try and like start doing smaller things like that again. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like a small, like sort of shared I'm, thing, yeah. but you let's, know, let's get together and fucking brainstorm, dude. Try and do something. You know what I mean? Was there anything other than, uh, our uh, beach shoot uh, that stuck out to you as the most difficult thing out of the whole process? Um, yeah, the party scene. Oh, the party oh scene. God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Although I will say, from a, from a cinematic and color perspective, that was the best shot. I loved you guys in the hallway yeah. when the colors were changing. The fuck, we did it such a good... We, were, we, we had so much... Oh, it was good, but it was just, you know... and that, was, But that scene, that scene was so hard because those party. people were there to party. And Oh, my God. Remember how hard they partied downstairs? They totally yeah. partied oh hard. So for the regular whoever's listening, like, we used to live above... we party yeah, we, we lived above like four or six gay black men. Gay black big strong and they party party all hard. the time riding that white pony and they went to work morning, dog. came home party the party party yep. uh, and then went to work there was no sleep yeah. yeah and when i was you know feeling like a little self-destructive or kind of just wanted to party yeah. I'd, i would just go downstairs and the rest it was of the so night was easy to just it was so easy to yeah. just like 
Good times, though. Yeah, great times. Ah, yeah. But no, the show is actually really good. Um, and I, I, we were working on The Shed. We're very, we're very easy with the title. Yeah. We, were, we were working on that one. Um, and or then Stages. Every, we were calling it Stages. Or Stages. Fuck. Why did I call it? Laundry. This? And then the other laundry one was Laundry Day. No, Laundry Day was, was The Shore. Shore. Oh, yeah. that's right. But then we used Fucking The Stages was, day. was, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that, those were good times. Yeah. And we definitely have Remember to. Remember when we got uh, Sammy all bloody? And he was oh, like so bloody, yeah, yeah, that was good. I always remember getting locked out of that fucking apartment, yeah, yeah like yeah. with that fucking metallic lock. <laughs> I had to fucking pry that thing open a couple of fucking times when when the dogs would go out and everything yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. But um, but no, man. Um, other than that, uh, any final thoughts? Any uh, any advice to the two people who watch this? Uh, my little sister watches this too a little bit too. Oh, so. does she? Um, but so no, out in the VA. And he, yeah, that's why we always have to publish this stuff a little bit earlier in the afternoon so it can get out there at around like five. Nice. Um, but anything that you're plugging, anything that you want to talk about, any of your handles, um, your Instagram handles. Uh, oh, just uh, my website. You can check out my website directly. It's airastray.com. Okay. Air as in someone who inherits like, you know, H-E-H-E-I-R, uh, astray, A-S-T-R-A-Y. Very cool. Uh, dot com. Yeah, check Very it out. I have, awesome. uh, I have my New Mexico pictures up there now, so you guys can check those out. Okay. Cool. Uh, normally, we play a quick game uh, okay. for the game corner. Um, it's up. It's guest choice, though. If you want, okay. you can play. If you don't, you don't have the to. Connect today's, four or today's game is uh, describing badly. So we take turns describing a movie badly, and then okay. whoever can guess it right wins. Okay. Um, so if you want to take a, a, ju- a jump at it, you can. If not, we can wrap it up. <laughs> Why don't you go first and see, to show them what, what All right. All right. You go first, right. and then I'll, so, I'll follow you. A man flies home with his bunny and manages to get there on time a man flies it was like a log line and then we just had to get i don't think he was on time so you describe a a a movie badly a man flies home with his bunny Uh and makes it home on On time time. it's like alice in wonder now all right <laughs> See? Ah, well, that's just because we're on the same wavelength. Uh, okay, we're okay, okay, okay. It was, it was the bunny. The bunny. <laughs> <laughs> we were going to win that $25,000 pyramid fucking scheme. I fucking know it. Fuck. All right, so it's like that. Okay. All right, so then I just got to think of a movie. Fuck, you really did. I'm so proud of you. Oh, real quick, one more thing. Okay. Since he loves the fucking jail story. So when we were in there and I was calling him and I was panicking because he was going to leave and I thought the dogs were going to be in there by themselves and they were going to die. This mm-hmm. was like finally, we finally, like after days. We finally got a hold of each other after like 72 hours. Yeah. We were on the phone and we are like. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh my God, man. I was All like. Right. Yeah, I was like, holy like, fuck! Like, uh, I was like, yo, I'm so glad, like, that you know you're here, that the dogs are here, and everything's good. And we we're like, yeah. So I have our conversations, and we look at each other, yeah. and then I'm like, okay, man. He's like, all right, man. He was like, and I was like, okay, buddy. I was like, I'll see you later. I was like, on the thing. He was like, okay, man. And then it's really quiet. There's a pregnant pause, and then he goes, don't drop the soap in there, bro. Like after we have a huge, like, no, no one makes jokes. Nobody does anything. We're there. We're like, okay, everything's good. Here's the money. Here's what we have to do. Then the very end, he was like. Don't drop the soap, bro. And when I got out and he told and I told him that story, I was like, I was about to make that exact same right. joke on the other end to alleviate the tension. And so we're gonna win that prize, that twenty five thousand dollar prize. Um, but fuck, I'm so sorry I got distracted. No, there. it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Um, a bad description of a movie. Yeah, real and quick. you guys try to guess it. Okay, so let's see here. Do you have um, any background music? Any um, uh, any game music? I could put some game music. Okay, I picked my movie. Okay. Now I just got to describe it describe badly. Describe it as badly as possible. Okay. Um, 
a boy takes a 26 year detour through the jungle so Jumanji. Like, Oh my ah! god! That was too descriptive. I was too descriptive. Let me do it again. Do one more. Do one more. Do another one. Okay. Okay. Um, a hopeless romantic. Jumanji. <laughs> a hopeless romantic takes a road trip, and becomes incredibly rich in the process. Oh, and becomes incredibly rich once he arrives his destination say it one more time a hopeless romantic takes a road trip with his buddy okay and they become incredibly rich when they arrive when they arrive to where they're going yeah <laughs> do they set out originally to get rich no it just happens it just happens and rich like enrichment like in or money and money and money fear and loathing no fuck um i'm really trying to like frame it in like what it's it's fine what it's like, not just- yeah so it's uh, like they take a, a road trip and they get rich. He's a hopeless romantic. A hopeless romantic takes a road trip with his buddy. Uh, okay, I'll give you one more clue, but it might give it away. Okay. Okay, right, so a hopeless romantic takes a road trip with his buddy to return something that doesn't belong to him, and they get rich. And they by get rich at the end. At the end. I don't know. Maybe Pulp Fiction, but no. no. Take a shot. One shot. I mean, is that your your? Uh, I did fiction? two shots. I was yeah. I don't know. Uh, I was going to say Rain Man. <laughs> oh, real talk. I thought it was Rain Man too. No. Was... Which is it? Dumb and Dumber. Oh. oh. Damn. Hey. Good job. Good. That's a good one. I like that. romantic. That's what threw me off. Yeah, exactly. Like instead of stumbling idiot returned something with his buddy. I was like, I'm Dumber. But that's good. That's good. You right, traded the shag wagon for a moped? <laughs> Just when I think you can't be any dumber, you go and do something like this. <laughs> And totally redeem yourself. <laughs> Wait, ladies. The town's that, that way. way. <laughs> uh, that one of my favorite endings to a movie. Gosh. All right, your movie. Uh, let's see. A man joins sports to save his grandma's house. Adam Sandler movie. A man joins Jones. sports to save his grandma's house. Oh, that's Happy house. Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Oh, that was it? Oh, yeah. okay. Shot in the dark. That's good. Right. I was waiting for the name. I was like, that's, right. that's what it was called. All right. It sounded Adam Sandlery. Okay. Like, nice. And that's our game corner. All right. No winners in game corner. Yeah. Not for this one. Sorry. Hey, <laughs> I only showed up so that I could be the winner. All right. Super sick. Super sick game corner. Another game corner now that it's done. It's done. All right. So let's wrap. That's this bitch it. Up. Let's wrap this bitch up. Um, uh, no other final thoughts. No words of wisdom. Dude, I had so much fun. Oh yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for coming by. Of man. course, hundred percent. Please, uh, recurring guests would be great. Um, Anytime. Definitely work on on. Let's spitball oh, some we'll stuff. Have lunch after this. Yeah. And fucking figure we'll out. We'll do lunch. Stuff out. Um, any anything from you? No. It's anything be going from to you, Vegas, God, before you go to Vegas? What? Anything from you, guy, before you go to Vegas? No, just, that's about it, man. It's, thanks for coming by, bro. Episode Dude, happy nine, to be guys. here. Thanks Please for inviting sure me, guys. Please make sure to download. Uh, make sure to follow us. Make sure to like us. Please make sure to comment as well. Um, we are on iTunes. We're going to be on Spotify, Google Music, CastBox, Stitcher. Um, anywhere that you can get your podcast, you can find us. So be a real mensch. Um, we also have the website coming up as well. We're going to be getting some merch updated on there also. Make sure to email us at bingeonthischannel at gmail.com if you guys have any questions. If you want to be featured on the uh, show, um, send in any artwork. 
Yeah, um, we'll show some artwork. We got a, we got a green screen. Yeah, we got a green screen. We can do whatever we want. Um, we're pretty awesome. Make sure to check out the YouTube channel. Um, binge on this all together um, because we also have uh, Sam of All Trades. We also have Olden Times TV, some great visuals on there. You can sit around with us while we get drunk and uh, watch old cartoons and figure out the racism. Racism in them? Racism? Racism? All right, awesome guys. As always, my name is Brian. His name is Sam. This is this, that, and the other. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, we love you guys. Uh, Take care. Of a thousand dreams. Peace. Peace. Yeah, man.